0: Let me for my ambition.
1: ambition Welcome back to Club Ambition Podcast I the
0: words
1: I Maybe the best song on right now I'm to set the vibes off from the top you
2: Nobody knows you nobody like you do. do Nobody knows me love like you can Not yet
1: Gonna go, gonna well, gonna well, gonna go go Oh shit. Oh shit. Oh
0: shit.
1: It was made for me. For me.
3: made for
2: me.
1: survive right there
2: feels like I'm in the 90s,
1: and I was born in
2: 98,
1: so calculate that. We got to keep the tradition, uh, tradition going also of uh, Rhode Island artist, right here, N.E. Michael, no more. someone's dying on'm gonna
2: be
1: yo ye and and cardi really got the, the sense for this young generation going crazy now Day and night could cut it right there. N.E. Michael right there out of Rhode Island. No more. Off of, his, off of his um Summers Over EP. Keep sending in your recommendations. We're going to play Rhode Island artists, independent artists, to start the episode every week. Um, that but song did not go the way I thought it would. That went crazy. Right? A full, um, I thought he was going to start yeah, rapping take, his ass off. Yeah. A full 180 from the take, Mooney Long.
3: Take uh, the beginning through me off. Take the beginning off and that shit.
1: Yeah, that was crazy. That
3: shit gonna have kids jumping off tables.
1: No bullshit. But we are back again. Club Ambition Podcast cap episode 122. I'm sound. And we got Noel in the building right here looking very nude.
4: Yo, my nigga. Not literally, but the color.
1: This is um a gift from Maroon from 2005. That's a great gift. Yeah, it's a throwback. It's a throwback. We got Marlon in the building, producer, extraordinaire right there, co-host. Like when I
4: was dancing, I was looking at you.
1: Listen,
3: wait, for, where you get that sweater from?
1: I think it might be thrifted. Uh, I have no idea. That's a good ass sweater. I appreciate you very much. You're very beautiful. I love you. Um, man, I'd like to see it. <laughs>
3: wait, wait, <laughs> wait, 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 wait. wait, what? wait. What's going <laughs> got, on here? Hold on. This is how we're going to start this shit, bro. <laughs> Yo, put the camera on Marlou, bro. bro Marlou's pissed off. What's up? Throw some signs, bro. You need, you need <laughs> get your we got to get the tradition going. <laughs> Nah, that shit gotta happen randomly, bro. I can't just Yeah, that yeah. You shit can't do it we on. can't force them. We're yeah, yeah, we yeah, we yeah, not doing nothing forced like, here. It's yeah, all organic I energy. Up today. You ain't gonna get them today, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah all got, organic. May, maybe later, depending on what we're talking about.
1: Yeah. yeah. Organic energy only. Um we appreciate <laughs> and love all of you out there in the world listening to us and tuning in every week. You are not taken for granted. Shout out to all the listeners. I've met a couple of you, you know, throughout my time outside. I got a lot of DMs that I love. We appreciate every single one of you that taps into us every week, so cap. You, so, you do be outside. Um, I be outside, you know what I'm yeah. saying? I'm back outside. Nigga's ain't like, made me mad. Mm. do you take it out made outside? me mad again. You know that song? What that song's hard. That song's all, yeah. that song's hard. It's see. a lot of hard music, man. A lot from females, to be honest. These girls are going crazy. We're gonna get, in, get into a lot of that today. Um, but also, shout out to our Spanish podcast. Make sure to check it out. El Poca. We dropped a brand new episode, episode 44, out this week. Trapa el Mundo. Trapa el Mundo is the world star hip hop of Rhode Island. Spanish version majority, but basically you could say English. He gets a lot of English news as well. Shout out to him. Um his account almost got taken down, but trying to give him some advice. He got flagged like ten times within the last like week or something like that. Something crazy. Be careful. Um, you know, you gotta, you know, you post what you post, so you gotta take it. You know, you gotta take it for what it's worth. You know, a lot of that stuff is extremely um graphic. You know, we interviewed him about that. Go check that out. His first interview Ever. I think it's amazing talk. I think it's amazing. Uh, it was a phenomenal funny. I'm gonna do a bunch of promo this week. Shout out to him. Amazing. I'm um, content creator out of Rhode Island. Um, and also, uh, from the top, we want to shout out um, sponsors. I'm gonna place an ad right here. Shout out to Kenzie's Restoration, a sponsor of the podcast for the next two weeks right here. I am here with a brief interruption. This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Kenzie. She is here. Kenzie's Restoration. I'm
2: Kenzie. Uh, my first name is Mackenzie, but uh Okay, nice. I uh I started because I actually have a seizure disorder, so I couldn't work a regular job. Um so one day I was home. I was pretty much bedridden. Um I was home. I was on YouTube just watching random videos, bored. Um and I found Vic Almighty from Resuvinator and he's a famous restorer on YouTube and around the world pretty much. Yeah. So I was watching his demonstrations, and I was like, wow, I really like this. Like, I want to get into it as a hobby. So I bought all the stuff. I bought the lights. I bought the—I um, made the ice boxes. I bought the solutions, all the products I needed to be a restorer. And as I'm doing it as just, like, a hobby, I'm realizing I'm falling in love with it. Mm. Like, and it's something that I want to pursue as a business. Yeah. So I'm like, if I can't work a regular 9 to 5, I need to do something with myself so I'm not going, like, stir crazy in this room, in this bed. Um, Because my seizure started off, I think I was 18 or 19 years old. It was after I graduated high school. How long ago was that now? Oh, seven or eight years. Wow. Yeah. So I got into a really bad car accident. And a few months after that, I just started having seizures left and right. I was leaving work one day. My mom picked me up. And, um... Because I didn't have a car at the time because of the accident. And she picked me up. I was like, I don't feel right. Like something just feels off. And all of a sudden my body just started convulsing. And I had seven seizures back to back. And I worked at Women and Infants at the time in the cafe.
0: Yeah.
2: So all the nurses rushed out. They took me into Women and Infants. They shot me up with Ativan. Um, And then they rushed me over to Rhode Island right across the street from Women and Infants. And I was admitted there for about a week and a half. They couldn't figure out what was going on. Wow. And then they came to a conclusion that it was from trauma in the body and stress and um, anxiety. But then I went through, I want to say, four different doctors, neurologists. Yeah. Just to check because it wasn't making sense. Yeah. It just wasn't making sense to me that someone could seize out of anxiety or stress. Yeah. So... They came to the conclusion, again, that I had the same disorder. Then I had really bad optical migraines, so that caused it. Wow. Or sleep apnea, that caused it. So it was a bunch of different things that they were saying that caused it. So till this day, we don't really know wow. um, where it's coming from exactly because I've had so many different opinions from so many different doctors. And sometimes it does take a toll on my body, but I'm, I'm just here to live, man. I'm just here to do what I gotta do. And as a sneaker restorer and doing something I love, I'm not gonna stop. These are the Jordan 1 patent leather breads, I believe. Mm-hmm. And basically, I'm gonna break it down. I'm gonna do a deep cleaning on these today. They're full of mud, they're super dirty on the bottoms, the midsoles, and the uppers. I'm gonna be using my rejuvenator product right here. Basically, I break it down with my soft bristle brush and some water. And I just start scrubbing on the uppers. This yeah. is the uppers right here. Yeah. Then I'm gonna bang it out with the midsoles and then end with the bottoms.
1: Okay. And then after the scrub, what else? What happens after the scrub?
2: Um, I'm gonna dry it off. And then to get that shine back in the patent leather, I'm gonna be using Angelus mink oil. And then I'm gonna go over it with a rag and get that shine back.
1: Oh, nice. Nice. And that would that be the finishing touch to the, to the cleaning?
2: Yeah, that would be the finishing touch. Okay, lace them up and they're good to go. So my prices uh, range from basic cleaning, deep cleaning, and then I have repaints, icings, deoxidations, whitenings. So the basic cleaning is forty bucks. The deep cleaning that includes the whole entire shoe detail cleaning inside and out. That's sixty bucks. And then if this part right here the midsole was yellow, that's whitening, so that would be 50 bucks. Okay. So I try to keep it as affordable as I can for people cuz for me it's really not about the money, it's really all about the journey. Yeah. Um the way I got into it and just um from my seizure disorder and everything. I don't want to be like price gouging people uh, on something that I love to do. Yeah. Yeah. No,
1: I respect it. And where can they find you? What's your social medias and everything?
2: Um, they can find me on Instagram. It's Kenzie's underscore restorations. And uh, same thing with TikTok, Kenzie's underscore restorations. So it's about to be three years since I got into this, and it's been the best decision ever.
1: Also, where can they find you in person, Ken? And, <clears throat> and also, where can they find you in person, Kenzie?
2: At Future Fashion in Johnson, Rhode Island. Uh, so me and Chris actually collabed about seven, eight months ago. So I've been working out of his store doing restorations and cleanings
1: okay nice nice yeah. and what days are you there
2: um i'm there wednesday thursday friday but you can drop off seven days a week
1: that's this episode's sponsor kenzie's restoration check her out pretty cool interesting story of kenzie um you know suffering from the conditions she's had and she's starting to restore shoes independently shout out to her she's located at future fashion um you know shout out to kenzie's restorations and also, we want to shout out um, another sponsorship. This is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy is back around this time around, specifically, I think is important because of the Super Bowl weekend. You know, use our promo code, AMBITION. This is Super Bowl weekend. If you guys are interested in signing up for Underdog Fantasy, they'll be able to match you up to $100, $300, or $300 if you sign up with our code ambition we're also going to leave the link in the description of this youtube video and also of the audio video for example right here if you look at patrick mahomes for underdog fantasy i don't know what you have Noel. i know you've been playing a lot of the the other app Uh, we won't mention the name but um higher and lower it says 2.5 passing touchdowns for the super bowl sunday patrick mahomes for example this is one of the things you can bet on underdog fantasy i have it higher I have it higher. I think he's definitely going to do more than 2.5 touchdowns passing. But it's one of those things where they calculate this by averages. So it might be a random situation where he might not score any touchdowns. And they say passing touchdowns because he's known to be a runner, obviously. So he might just rush and get some touchdowns going. But there's plenty of other things you could do. A fun app, Underdog Fantasy. Make sure to check it out. Use our promo code, Ambition, if you haven't yet. Um, We'll be tapping in with them more soon and doing more content for Underdog Fantasy. Hopefully, if you guys keep supporting us, we'll keep it going. Uh, aside from that, also, there are some local events that people want to run, want me to run by and announce or talk about. But let me talk about real quick. Over the weekend and over the week, I had a very interesting week, busy week last week. Uh, shout out to um, all the students at Achievement First High School in Providence, Rhode Island, off of uh, Elmwood Avenue. They were showing me love. They were going crazy. I was able to be invited and speak over there at the high school. They said that they listen to us every week. Shout out to them achievement first high school students who would have known, you know, we were all high school students at one point together. And then now we're on a podcast and high school students are tapping in from Rhode Island, so you're not taking for granted. Shout out to them. Uh shout out to um the Less Chat podcast. Uh Chris from that podcast was able to connect me with uh, lit R I and I joined a panel last week. It was a dope panel discussion. Shout out to that uh panel discussion. And also shout out to our friend of the show, Drew White. Drew White has dropped his brand new clothing line independently. uh, Clothing line independently. But basically independent, but with a collaboration with the New England Shirt Company. And he's dropped pieces, a jacket, uh, button-ups, pants. Very higher and expensive, pricey stuff, but high quality. Not a regular merch drop. This is nothing like that. This is a a different experience that he's providing you. I was able to go to the pop-up with um Edwin. And so Edwin had a run out because Edwin had a... Anxiety attack Which I didn't know What was going on I thought he had to Take a shit He was looking at me I do It was very Oh you gotta take a shit again Go do it Go do it He was Yo <laughs> He was waiting for the word <laughs> His butt was clenching I saw his face Getting redder I'm like No I was about to Either take a piss Or a shit <laughs> Run the water Run the water We don't wanna hear The the, the, the butt muscles Um, Pardon in the background noise If you guys hear that But yeah Edwin had an anxiety attack Man he tends to have it Amongst Big crowd settings, day trip, et cetera, when we've done content with him. But yeah, the Drew party, it was crazy. I did not expect it, bro. But shout out to Edwin. Hopefully you, you, know, we get that situated. You know, it's normal. People do get anxiety, but it was very unexpected. I was like, what's going on, bro? I was I was concerned. You know, uh, but shout out to Drew White. Amazing, amazing event. Also, uh in Rhode Island we have some events coming March 2024. 20, That's next month. They have the all-in underground hip-hop tour. Uh Coke Street... Cook Street, my bad, not Coke. No, we're going to get to that later. Uh, Something happened here with Coke, but not this. Cook Street and the New England Collective promoters uh, have presented all-in underground hip-hop tour starting March 2024. Also, February 16th, that's next week, they have a Who's Ready tour, artist showcase competition. Uh, Basically, you can enter for $20, open mic at Ibiza Lounge. Make sure to check that out. Any up-and-coming artists that listen to us. Um... And yeah, very, very uh, hyped situation happening in Rhode Island. A lot of artists, you know, I'm teaming up with Koji We're going to announce more things. We're trying to plan something special for the Rhode Island artists this year, maybe. And also I want to do like our own thing separately. Um, we'll keep you guys updated on that. But as Noel takes his number two, let's get into Rhode Island topics to start the week. There was a huge drug bust in Rhode Island where 10 drug dealers have been arrested $1.2 million cash, Damn. a bunch of guns, and a bunch of drugs. It looked like some shit out of Grand Theft Auto. Um, and, yeah, this has been after several weeks of investigation in Providence, Rhode Island. I'll name the fellow gentlemen. Let me name them. Their names are listed right here. We have Kyle Correa, 24 years old, Pablo Florin, 35, Lujuan Harley, 47 years old, Moses Medina Lopez, 30 years old, uh Heru Noba Noboa, 24 years old, Angel Peguero, 28 years old, Jose Reyes, 58 years old, not the baseball player, um, Mar Roman, 38, 30 years old, uh Yaslin Rosa, might be a female right there, 25 years old, and Gender Tirado, 31 years old. So the age ranges from the youngest being two people 24 years old, and also a gentleman of the age 58 years old. The police are still investigating, um, but they said right here in the report. They got one point two million dollars in cash, 12 handguns, one seven point six two caliber assault rifle with a high capacity magazine, a bunch of uh, illegal narcotics, including nine thousand eight hundred and twenty five grams of fentanyl. 2,769 grams of cocaine, 1,228 grams of heroin, that H, 862 grams of methamphetamines, and 2,631 grams of, a, of that marijuana. Uh, police chief said, the street value of all the drugs seized is in the millions of dollars, multi-millions of dollars. Um... Yeah, a thumbnail worth of fentanyl can kill someone, and they have kilos of fentanyl. That's what the police are saying. Also, the police seized from these people four vehicles, jewelry, a bulletproof vest as well, illegal bulletproof vest. Um, yeah, this is crazy. One of the gentlemen, the oldest one, 58 years old, Jose Reyes, is facing 22, uh, 22 felony charges as a result of the investigation. This is happening here in Providence, Rhode Island. So far, to start the year, the police of Providence, Rhode Island, already have taken 25 guns off of the streets after three uh, three arrests. This is crazy. This is um the police of Providence, Rhode Island, out there, are in high gear, kicking into high gear, starting the year strong. We just got into February, and this is major, major news. It literally looks like some shit out of a video game, but it's actually real, and it's happening here. In the city of Providence, you know. Do you know of the, any of these gentlemen, Marlon? <laughs> Marlon did he, does any of these names sound familiar? That's crazy. I <laughs> Imagine, God forbid.
3: That's crazy. Would, know, I'm bad with names. I have to see faces.
1: Yeah, for, I, I didn't recognize nobody on, yeah. in this. Um, you know, yeah, man. Pretty fucking crazy situation, you know. I I hope that people, you know, stay safe out there. And, you know, to each their own. If you're going to be doing some dumb shit, you have to realize you can get caught at any moment. Providence, they're not playing. Bro. You know, they're not playing. They are on your ass this yeah. fucking year. So pay fucking attention. um, Yeah. And there's also a brand new, we even, well, I wasn't even going to talk about this, but there's an Instagram account. That, at the same time this is happening, there's an Instagram account that's popped up that's reporting all the snitches of Rhode Island and, like, reported cases and posting all the cases on Rhode Island. Wow. Stuff that's already public record, but posted on Instagram. Yeah. And people have been sending me this account. Um, it's a crazy time right now for Rhode Island if you are doing illegal activities. Thank God that's none of us over here. We are fully legal. Everything we do here is 100% legal. Yeah. Nothing illegal. No. Um, we might listen to music sometimes that says illegal things. But that is just entertainment. We over here are A class men.
3: Yeah, we're good, man. We came from illegals, but you know. Yeah. That's about exactly. it. Exactly. Um. Yeah, we're Gucci.
1: Noah, are you are you um are you gonna snitch on any of these gentlemen? Do you know any of these gentlemen? Are the you, ten gentlemen you, that got arrested. Are you,
3: are you partaking in any illegal activities? I can you can I plead, plead the, the fifth. Because
4: <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even gonna act like I don't know niggas on that list. <laughs>
1: Allegedly, allegedly, allegedly. We don't know nobody on yeah, this list. Uh, uh, we don't know this. nobody
4: at all. At all. Um, mm-hmm. any of them mm-hmm. niggas. Yeah. And there are no photos of us together.
1: Yeah. I didn't even know they were from Providence. You know, I thought it said Pro... Uh, Portugal. That's uh, another bad joke. Moving on, though. Uh, <laughs> there's been... This is horrible, guys. This is horrible.
3: The jokes, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, they're, they're, those are bad as well. A teenager was shot and killed. That's right. A teenager was shot and killed in Providence, Rhode Island. Thursday night. <laughs> 17-year-old Emil Rodriguez's body... Was found in Neo Man. I always mispronounce these parks, these rivers. I'm it's sorry, like you're not but at the same resident. at the same time, I'm what's not sorry. On?
4: They're Native American
1: names. Native I American mean, names, you know, yeah. you know. Was was much spell respect it out, to them. Spell it out. This one's called Nua Ta Nua Ta. Oh, it's Nuit. Nuit Just N- call it Nuit, bro. N- Nuit Kanat Park off legion memorial drive the officers rushed the neighborhood after hearing gunshots and no one is in custody at this time um this is the first homicide of the year in providence rhode island a new bro a new and a silver lake yeah. a 17 year old wow. uh body um condolences to this um teenager's family very um sad news but yeah the year is starting crazy here in providence rhode island everyone please be safe remain safe um, um. And other lighter news, though, and good news. Province Rhode Island is now becoming damn near a mini Hollywood. Last year, we got Good Burger Two filmed here. I was a part of the filming process Yo, there. I still
3: haven't watched that. You watched it? I still haven't watched
1: it yet. I heard they broke records though. It became um, uh. I gotta post a clip. Keenan Thompson was on the Breakfast Club talking about it, and he said that it was the first original Paramount film filmed in Rhode Island. They broke like that was like a record, or yeah, they made a record Wait, with that. It dropped. It dropped, yeah. And they, it was the number yeah. one streamed uh, Paramount movie, original content that they ever had. Because oh, it was wow. streaming. It wasn't in movie theaters or nothing. It was only on streaming. Oh, there and not is. everyone has Paramount Plus, I'm the streaming app. Not yeah. ever going to buy that. Yeah. So um, over the weekend, though, there's we more does, though. more um, celebrities coming in, guys. Uh, Rhode Island's filming a blockbuster called Ella McKay. They're, film- they're, film- they're filming in here in Rhode Island in the governor's office. In City Hall in downtown, um, they're filming in here from now until April. They're gonna be filming. So if you happen to see Jamie Lee Curtis, famous actress, or Woody Harrelson, who was seen bowling at Lang's Bolorama over the weekend, <laughs> no way. Yes, yeah. you're gonna be able to see these these people in Rhode Island. You know, these are A-list celebrities walking around Rhode Island for the next couple months. Mm-hmm. So keep your eye out. Um, yeah. You know, the film is produced by James L. Brooks. He's been nominated for 58 Grammy Awards and has won 21 of them. So this Damn. is a very high, wow. decorated, wow. decorated wow. movie. Um, this is not no bullshit. Um, Ellen McKay. And let me see. They I want to read what the movie is kind of about. Yeah, the movie is about a idealistic young politician who's juggling a difficult personal life, challenging workload while preparing to take over for her mentor. The state, the state's longtime incum, incumbent. What do you pronounce that word? you know that shit incumbent, cucumber incumbent incumbent uh you in cucumber governor
3: <laughs> i was gonna say inconvenience <laughs> <laughs>
1: you know what i'm saying uh but yeah star started cast filming here in providence Rhode Island. make sure to check out that movie when it drops we are gonna try to reach out to these people who are filming this movie try to have them stop by a director the actors somebody because they're gonna be here for a while until april for the next couple months so make sure to check them out um pretty crazy imagine bumping into like a woody harrelson or jamie lee curtis while bowling at langs ballorama or like, you know, wa- or, like was funny? walking into like a whole foods in garden city or something you
3: know, you know what's funny my, my boy lewis was like yo let's go bowling i was like yo like my feet are killing me bro i don't really know this what's wrong with this nah.
1: you would have saw him
3: i would have no but he went he couldn't get in it was so packed it was so packed
1: wow he couldn't
3: get in he ended up having to go to fucking to, to the one in mass
1: that's incredible because um, Woody Harrelson plays a bowler yeah. in a movie. Yeah, so the coincidence the, they of that... They said if it was a comeback. Yeah, so it was amazing. Also, there's a Zac Efron movie that's being filmed. Here? Listen to this. No, already was filmed. Also, at the same time as this, there's a new trailer of a Zac Efron and John Cena movie that's dropping. Oh, uh, I
3: want to watch that shit. Look
1: and it. it's, a, it's about uh, Zac Efron's character plays someone from Providence, Rhode Island. And if you look at the trailer, you see Providence, Rhode Island... Rhode Island, uh, Providence Airport, etc. And like he's like leaving Rhode Island, talking mm-hmm. about Providence, Rhode Island. Mm-hmm. But it's not filmed here. They literally built fake sets uh, showing Providence, Rhode Island. But that only means our cloud is up. Providence, Rhode Island is becoming more and more of an aesthetic. Yes, so we sir. have to be more prideful <laughs> because of the fact that, you know, the smallest thing in the country is now becoming a part of Hollywood's biggest names and stars. Whether these movies are the top movies or out or not, there's a there's a what's it called a pattern happening and jamie lee curtis said this when she had a meeting um because if you didn't watch there was a viral clip also of um when they met with the governor they were at the governor's office and you know you're going to be seeing a lot of viral moments now there was a viral moment um you're going to be able to see with them being here in Rhode Island moments like hey you, out of nowhere woody harrelson was photobombing the governor the governor was being interviewed by the news station and then woody harrelson's like grabbing his shoulders and it's like Ain't that Woody Harrelson? So there's going to be a lot of random moments happening in Rhode Island um, while this is happening. But Jamie Lee Curtis had a speech where she was talking about the budgets and the money and how coming to Rhode Island has made this more affordable for them to actually make this film. So they're coming here to save money. And at the same time, we're giving them hospitality. And it's driving tourism up through the roof. Tourism's through the roof. It's because
4: there's not not that many laws on the books for production because no one does it here.
1: Yeah. That makes sense. So we're breaking, breaking, um, breaking don't barriers. Say it too loud, though. I know, yeah. Because yeah,
4: yeah. the states of niggas <laughs> to start taxing, <laughs> like, bro. bro loud, right? They'll start taxing this podcast. Yeah, yeah, don't yeah say it no too bullshit, loud, bro. no don't
1: bullshit, no bullshit. You know, we actually film guys on the borderline of Massachusetts and Rhode Island, in the middle of the highway. So
4: I also allegedly know where a lot of you live. So yeah, what it's a, the it's the a no tax zone. Uh, I'm talking about the politician now. They know me. What up?
1: Yeah, shout out to them. Yeah, no, all has a past.
3: Um, <laughs> you gonna throw Christmas trees out there alone? No. Firebombing. <laughs> Wait. Let me let me start. <laughs> moving
4: on.
1: Moving on. Last topic of Rhode Island. When it comes to the actual Washington Bridge, the bridge from hell, Washington Bridge. Ta-dum Another update. <laughs> they
3: about to make a movie on that bitch. They might.
1: They got. That, that's what we need. A movie on the Washington Bridge in Rhode Island. If We need to be honest. That, that's a good idea, Marlon. We need a, a movie. That'd be an amazing documentary. Yo, you know, it's a got investigative
3: movie. journalists. They're, they're gonna make a uh, Mission Impossible shit and they're gonna blow <laughs> it up in a movie. But in reality It's cause it's gonna get Bro well, imagine
4: out, dramatic right? Music in the background And Vic walking on the bridge Talking about the bridge yeah. <laughs> That should be crazy. And They be the having
1: pressers And shit They had one today I, I gotta try to sign up for I think it's the governor's email
4: mm-hmm. Bridge collapses To the governor's, like um,
1: uh, sub uh, sub uh Subletter Newsletter To like get to this s- This shit Hit up the head I would up there yeah, I'm gonna talk to maybe Enrique too. He probably knows there might be other things I could sign up for. Yeah,
4: because if you go on their website, the communications director's emails there. You just have to email them. Yeah,
1: because so they had a meeting today on the bridge. Uh, federal Highway Administrator Shaylin Bott was there. He visited Rhode Island Monday to tour the closed bridge along with Governor Dan McKee and a bunch of local actual officials. He said, "Right here, my message to the people of Rhode Island is whether it's federal, state, or local re- uh, resources." We've got everybody aligned here to get this bridge repaired or replaced as quickly as possible. Bat said, I've seen the pictures. I looked at the damages up up there. And as I said, what we want to do now is transition to getting it back open as soon as possible. Uh, Bat underscored the potential need to replace it several times while speaking to reporters. He said, the reason I came up here today is because of the transition from a repair to a potential replacement. No decision on the bridge's future is expected until the end of February or early March after reports of engineers currently working on the bridge um have been completed. If it re- if a replacement is going to be needed, uh, they estimated that it will take up to two years to complete <laughs> this oh full God. replacement of the bridge.
3: <laughs> Yo, that's crazy. And, you know, and going two of, years and going by Rhode Island, you know, logic and timing and shit. That's seven years. Make that that's just like seven,
1: seven years. years man. Holy shit. So this is started as something that was going to be a two-month, two-to-three-month fix. Now is a potential two-year replacement job. Doesn't that mean, I mean, they can do one side at a time if they're going to replace it, but that's going to be maybe more work. They're probably going to have to shut the whole bridge down and just give everyone a free boat. They're going to pass out free boats out here, you know what's like crazy? for real.
4: I forgot to tell you guys. So it is a ferry. On Saturday when I was when I was at lunch with uh, the two city councilmen from Prov we were in EP. And the fucking mayor of EP just walked in and we started talking about the bridge. He said, he was happy as hell. I don't know why. We started joking on him. We're like, bro, you're mad happy. You're not like shook that like this is going on.
5: I'm like, nah, no, it's fine.
4: <laughs> Yo, like common shit, bro. Craziest shit in the world. He told us um, they fixed something on the street. So like they created a new path yeah. to let people in. So like traffic isn't like as bad as it was. But like he like confirmed it too. Like this shit might take two years. <sighs>
1: my god listen oh, i'm gonna god try bless. to reach out officially officially listen, man this no week more to these EP people bro Nigga, yeah
4: no more ep baddies man
1: no yep man. this is crazy man this is um uh, a damn headache we'll keep it going everything's god always bless. a maybe 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 but i think they're just trying to like not scare us at this point just give us the whole truth scare the fuck out of us because we're already fucking scared let us know what the fuck is really happening you know this potential, it's a new bridge, bro. It's a new bridge. this potential, it's this a new and that—we know what's
3: gonna happen. Let's let's. It's a new bridge. Let's
1: be honest here. Bro, the
3: mo- if you they just keep honey potting, motherfuckers, it's a new bridge, bro. The experts can see at the moment they look at it, bro, whether you need a new bridge or not.
1: Mm-hmm. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. There was a viral photo. I'm not sure if it's real. It might be fake though. Of uh, someone looking at the bridge from a distance, you can see like a crack. I don't know. My sister sent me that. It might be uh, some young kid um, propaganda. Your young kid propaganda is <laughs> crazy. You know t- these TikToks and stuff. Um, but let's move on. Pop culture news happening right now. Um, last night, me and my brothers, Marlon, Noel, we was watching the Grammys. The number one night in Hollywood. Well, yeah, other than the Oscars. But the number one night in the music industry every single year is the Grammy Awards. Last night, we watched the Grammy Awards. And it was definitely something special. A lot of robberies. A lot of robberies. going to talk about them. But first let's recap just the awards going down reading them uh starting with the best pop solo Performance. is the grammy award winners and nominees of 2024 we watched them best pop solo performance went to miley cyrus she won for flowers uh and this was doja cat paint the town red billy eilish what was i made for taylor swift anti-hero olivia rodrigo vampire i'll tell you this much i think flowers billy uh they billy shout to her um her, her dad, Miley Cyrus, deserves it. Because if you think about it, pop solo performance. Remember the music video? Hard, that bro. song is a very performative. Yeah. I can buy myself flowers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like? Yeah, it's just an anthem. Yeah. I fucking hate that song. You hate that song? Yeah, I do. Damn, you must hate flowers. I do. That's the problem. Um, best Musica <laughs> Urbana album. <laughs> Carol G. Mañana Será Bonito. She won. Um, over Raul Alejandro. Alejandro uh, Salturno. And Tiny Data. I'm not mad at these three nominations right here. I'm not mad at these. Was Bad Bunny snubbed or was it just dropped too late, the Drop album? Dropped too late. Dropped too late. You think so? Oh, yeah. Because who else would come in mind? Maybe Alejandro Carrion, maybe? I would consider him. Eladio. Eladio, Eladio my bad. been too late. Maybe too late?
3: Yeah. Nah, Carol G deserves that. That's a good-ass fucking album. Uh, yeah. We were active, remember <coughs> That's that. Remember that? And that
1: was like a bonus album EP. Um, Noel hates it Very much
3: What? <laughs> I, I don't hate it I think it just
1: Noel mad. is a Carol G hater I I'm think it just mad So the Colombians That are watching that Send your Drug dealing uncles To his house um And I kill think,
3: him I think Tiny should have won But God bless mm, hmm, Nah Carol not, G's album's dude. better than Data Bro I'm sorry Alejandro's was better than hers Saturno? Hell no Saturno? Hell no No bro you yeah. probably was like, well,
1: you you went to his concert, huh? You dressed up as a as a, as a planet, like those girls you know
4: in crazy? silver. <laughs> you know, what's crazy. I hated that album when it first dropped, and then I kept hearing it and hearing it and hearing like, it.
3: Saturno has has good songs. That's but, not but, That album is crazy, bro. Nah. It's not his best album either. It's not, but it's better. Nah, Cardo G's is better, bro. God bless. Cardo G's is fire.
1: Cardo G, bro, she give me um, a vibes. You know Bia, what it is?
3: Bro? I don't know.
4: I I can't even say what I'm about to say.
1: Don't say it. it. No, I'm gonna
4: say it anyway. <laughs> say it. I love when I only I personally, Oops. personally, yeah, I personally, personally, I like music more when the bodies do it, like reggaeton. That's me personally, because I just don't like hearing proper Spanish rap. It doesn't sound good to me in my head.
1: You hate education. Mm. Yeah, I do. You
3: get what I mean by that? I know what you I, mean. Mean. I see what you mean. Like it just doesn't. I see what you mean. Her shit wasn't proper though.
1: It's more proper though. I get what he means. Like like Rosalia is like that too. Like it's more proper. They go. The they, they do. So, the Spanish. So, so they do dictionary way. Spanish. Yeah, bro. not street
3: Spanish. To so a certain extent. Yeah, and I just I don't... okay. So you just don't. Pues, like, pues. You, you. you know what I'm saying that's not. Pues, and also they just, have their own so, country's so, lingo so that you I don't just, really know. You just like more clear and understandable music. I like the <laughs> original. You music. like not. You like mumbling. Nah, I, I get it. Stop mumbling. I get We're it. You're not to disrespect Raul. I get it. <laughs> and Bad Buddy. And no, Sidey. Bu- ra- and ra- like that. Ra- like, but Raul is very like pronounced, though. But even Raul uses,
4: like, like yo, if you're not, I don't know, bro, if you're not saying like all them body words in the song, it ain't really reggaeton to me, bro. But that's because I grew up. I off, get that. I get it. Yeah, that. like, I grew up off old I school. It sounds reggaeton. very racist
1: of you, but we'll keep it going. It's um, fine. <laughs> next. <laughs> best country album was Laney Wilson, Bell Bottom Country. Never heard of him, never heard of that album, but God bless them. A, I thought it was a girl. Uh, my bad. Maybe. Lainey Wilson. It could be both. Fuck.
3: Nah, hold up. We're going to get it. Well, you know
1: her? Huh? Who? That's on your, oh. your playlist? It just sounds... Lainey like Wilson. Lane. Bell be Bottom Country. That album's probably amazing. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, bro. It's a shorty. Okay, shout out to her then. Best R&B song, SZA, Snooze. Yeah. Well deserving of it. Show one album said. of the year. Well-deserving of it. Best pop vocal album, Taylor Swift, Midnight's. That's great. You know, but I think she was deserving of it over Kelly Clarkson, Miley Cyrus, Olivia Rodrigo, and Ed Sheeran. Hell yeah. I think Taylor had the better album there. The- I wasn't a big fan of the Ed Sheeran album. I didn't even re- react to it because you- I was like, this is not, I didn't love it. You know how The major categories were all women. Yeah. That's beautiful, They man. were saying that. Song of the year, Billie Eilish. What was I made for? From the Barbie soundtrack. Uh, She beat Antihero, Dance the Night from Barbie, Flowers, Kill Bill, Vampire. What,
3: f- was I I what was I made for? It was a f- hell of a song. I feel like Kill Bill should have won that. Kill, kill Bill, Bill? should have won. Yeah. yeah. If not Kill Bill.
1: I might kill my ex. Not the best idea.
4: I, I could think it should have won. Hell yeah. <laughs> There's a different song I should have won over that too. Like the... God bless. I love Billy. Eilish. Best
1: New she. Artist, Victoria Monet.
3: She definitely should have well won that. Desired. She got that. Yeah, well you think desired. I should have won one? Yeah. Ice Spice. Ice yeah. Spice might have
1: been the runner-up. Nah, nah, should be I. Right. Cause Ice Spice definitely is new artist vibes. I think she was the best new artist of last year, right? It's just her. It's just the
3: depth of the music, bro. No,
4: nah, you want to know why I say this? Because this was the debate with Tyler when Tyler didn't win. Because I don't think I think he won for MTV, but he didn't win the Grammy. New artist of the year. The argument was the I person, the person who won over him. The con- I forgot who it was. They were like, "Oh, the content is better than his," because that's when Tyler was making wreck shit. That's when he was eating the bug and just rapping nonsense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. The thing is, it had he had more impact at the time. Everyone was on
3: Future's future. Oh day. no, no, we Everyone. I agree, I agree. The same way but, Ice Spice
1: has more impact re- right now than rem- Victoria Monet does.
3: It's not us making those decisions. Yeah,
1: it's like a secret collector that makes the final final votes. But at the same time, I feel like Victoria Monet definitely makes better music than Ice Spice. I agree, of course. It's a better talented artist. Who has more impact? Um. Yeah, but maybe they're not gauging off of impact. Because if they went off, if they went off like impact, it's also like what impact? Let's say um, Cause it's- sales and social media, definitely Ice Spice. But yeah, that's yeah. more like Billboard Awards and like MTV Awards.
3: That's fair. Just, that's just social presence.
4: But if we're going off the quality of the music, then Ice Spice shouldn't be on that list.
1: Oh, you see, you're saying that she shouldn't even be nominated. At
4: all. If that's your
1: metric. Yeah. But I feel like that's... Because Victoria Sometimes they'll nominate someone, and it'll be like, just for the heck of it. Hey, J- she's a new artist. Her name has to be on her and she's going to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And maybe on some Jay-Z shit, like, Jay-Z yo... Jay-Z told us the metrics yeah. are all
4: fucked up. Yeah, like, We're don't talk play about that politics, later. and then... Do this, oh, well, I'm going to pick it off this metric. But yeah. no, the nominations were politics, and now the decision is metrics. Like, what the fuck are we doing here? Because, in my opinion...
1: Fuck the Grammys! Pink
4: Panther should have been up there then. You take Ice space out, you put her there, because her shit's been sounding... Pink signing, Panthers. Yeah, her yeah. shit was sounding better
2: than Ice <laughs> She has other songs that are really good. I, I like, love
1: Pink Panthers. But she's not American. She's a UK artist. That's a thing. It's a foreign... Yeah I guess yeah. Record of the year Flowers Again Miley Cyrus Yeah but
3: so is Ed Sheeran
1: uh, Yeah but Ed Sheeran uh, no, uh, love, love. Love. He, got, he gets uh, a lot of American pussy I, I think that qualifies him Part of my French um, <laughs> I would have
4: put Central C up there Before I put up Ice Spice. If we're talking about quality of music But God bless God bless
3: God bless
1: Nah bro but
4: Central is a better rapper We're
3: going to deny it? No, no. Oh, no more denying that. It's just, again, I don't know. I guess it's just. Impact presence. Whatever. I mean, his song—it's it's confusing, bro. We don't know how the, what they base it off
1: of. His impact last year was wasn't even his biggest year was the year before last year.
3: No, his, that last was the, year
1: was the Dave shit. Yeah, and that was only Dave four shit. songs. Drake. Yeah, too. and that shit was his Doja Cat blowing up and the, and the rap up, radar and shit rap last year. Oh, that is true. This is what I'm saying. What do we like? What is the, the metric? Rap, here? But that was all. That was that was just a freestyle though. So the what? freestyle and the freestyle. Four- a freestyle and I to get you a fucking S- Grammy. Yeah. Sprinter. Sprinter hit like 30 million views on YouTube. But this is a, we're, talking, we're talking about. UK, that was a UK. It literally was classified as UK. Both UK rappers. You know what I'm saying? I'm not sure if they do a European Grammy.
3: Again, we have Ed Sheeran. They do Latin Grammys. We, we have Ed Sheeran. They're throwing Ed Sheeran in here. He's from out there. This shit don't make no sense.
1: I think Ed Sheeran is like a American teddy bear. I don't know. Uh, album of the year, "Midnights," Taylor Swift. So Taylor Swift, Miley Cyrus, a lot of you know female empowerment winners. I am not mad at it. Um, but. Now we get into the real deal talk talk that we really care about, right? Starting with that. Let's start with that one, right? Because that's a a major one. Album of the year. I think that the album of the year was SZA. Yes. SOS. 100%. I think that she was robbed. She definitely was deserving of that album. Yes. As a runner-up, I would give it to Taylor Swift, Midnight's. I didn't love that album, but I can see how that album you know, would be qualified amongst the nominations. You know what's funny? Now, on top of that, why not consider album of the year, any other of the albums, for example, the rap albums. I wouldn't have really been mad at people putting um, a Killer Mike, uh, Travis Scott in the album of the year category. Because other than that, we got John Batiste, World Music Radio. No one's, I have no, you know, shout out to John Batiste, extremely talented. No one knows his album, right? boy genius industry put the record no one knows his album dope dope name though i like boy genius That sounds pretty cool uh miley cyrus endless summer vacation one of her uh worst albums i think and also i think a lot of her fans feel the same way laura ray did you know that there's a tunnel under ocean boulevard i think it's a good album but very like non-impactful like quiet release Janelle Monáe, Age of Qua- Pleasure. blame Quavo for that. Yeah, the Janelle Monet, The Age of Pleasure. Actually, a good album. And good rollout. Remember she had her titties out? Mm-hmm. That was cool. a rollout for that. Janelle cool. Monáe. Remember Janelle Monáe had her titties out? Nah. Oh, you're going to have some fun tonight, brother. Uh, look that up. Um, Olivia Rodrigo. <laughs> J- Janelle Monáe. Janelle Monáe. Olivia Rodrigo had Guts, the pop album. Which I can consider it like in a pop, but not album of the year. I think SZA had that by a landslide. SZA had the best album. Like it was a perfect album, a perfect follow-up for a sophomore album. Control was flawless, classic, and then we have SOS, impacting the whole year. It dropped November twenty twenty-two and it impacted the whole year. It felt like it dropped last year, bro. Every 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 week it was like number one, number one, selling hundreds of thousands every week. It was breaking records, amazing videos. I think SZA deserves more of a respect. Like she is literally a gro- like a like yeah. a pillar right now in music. not about respect, not bro. a clear photo. It's about race. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. So you think
3: is it a race thing? What what were we talking about? I was distracted. So
1: because Taylor Swift is white, she won? No. Again, it's the metric.
3: Who who are the people making these decisions?
4: Old white people usually, because it's whoever was nominated before us who gets to decide. Now you you get a you get a vote if you've won a Grammy. So that's always been the issue. When black, the system is built for black people not to win because. The Isn't the, Grammy... the
3: CEO black though? No, cause this is
4: how the Grammys work, bro. Light skinned black. See, you, if you win, you get a vote. So you get to vote for who should be nominated for what come the next year, cause you won your Grammy this year. Okay. You to, but that's also your decision to do that. Can you nominate yourself? Can you? I don't think you can. I don't think you can. No. So you, but you also people. Sounds have illegal. To, yeah, it sounds illegal. But you have to introduce your own like. You have to introduce your project first off. So that means artists have to be willing to do it. Mm-hmm. And then you have to actually win as an artist to be able to have a vote in the future. So because mm-hmm. the Grammys been having white people win for so long, a lot of the people who care about the Grammys are like older white people, these established old white artists. So it's like that's why I brought Ticket Israel.
3: I don't it, I don't I don't think I want that pressure on me. If I won, I don't give a fuck. I don't want to vote.
4: Which I understand.
3: You know what I'm saying? You
4: think Kanye's voting? That no. that
3: sounds like an assignment. You huh. think
4: you think Jay-Z's voting? No, you maybe Beyoncé. Maybe not cuz she's always busy. I don't see these major acts that have won over the years still like, voting. Like
3: they're not they're not voting. hoping to win because they want to vote. I no, don't know.
4: The people who are voting are like these like hardliner purist Someone white like people. Like John
1: Baptiste. <laughs> he won an album in the year like 2 years ago. He did? Yeah, yeah people are going crazy cuz no one's ever heard that album. You know, shout out to him though. He's actually very talented. I think he like works on like one of the late night shows. Like as like I think he does. I've seen him a lot on I've the late seen night him a show. Lot. Yeah, I don't He's know. He's extremely talented. I'm want to say denying the talent. No. But it's just like you can see when the industry's playing a role. Yeah, like and we understand, like it's the Grammy, so okay, everyone watches it. They're gonna think like okay, album of the year, you see the nominations, in your eyes is like, oh, the most like the album that you know the most, that you love the most, but they have a their own metric. But they not, I feel like they're they're not very transparent about this metric. They're not transparent about who gets to decide to vote. Because it's being bought. Like, this is a very weird, like, mechanism. Obviously, SZA is a Grammy Award winner. She's won before. She won this year. But as far as album of the year, I think it's, like, obvious that she had to she, win.
3: She w- She should have won that. And there should have been better albums on that list than what the other ones were named.
4: This is what I want to see. Every person who's ever won a Grammy, those years, I want to see how much they've donated to the Academy. Then we can have a conversation.
1: Mm. Mm. Cause you can donate to the
3: Grammy. You gonna tell me? Her- yeah. So you think
1: the top donors are the voters?
3: You are gonna tell me? Her- I think uh, I don't know. I think the top voters. I think the top donors are the winners you, or you, their record you, labels. You gonna tell me that Metro's album wouldn't be an album of the year? Besides, I, I or maybe they're like, oh whoa, no, no, they put it for best rap album, so let's not include it for album of the year. You think they were they probably worked that way too. I would I would think Metro But there was some artists that got nominated for the same song for different categories. So that wouldn't even work. Yeah. Taylor being one of them. John Bautiste being being another one. This is politics. Billy Eilish being another one. Yeah. I think it was politics to have Taylor Swift
1: win. I think Taylor Swift is on top of the world. Is it the Super Bowl rollout? Yeah, it is. The Taylor Swift Taylor Swift, um I
4: don't think it's organized though. I think it's I think it's by coincidence. I think Taylor Swift. Having the spotlight on her because she's a part of the NFL right now is motivating them to give her
3: the award. You gonna tell Mm. me? You gonna tell me? She 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 coincidentally was like, yeah, you know what? By the way, my album's coming out. Blah blah blah. This was all. That was like perfect timing, bro. If 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 it wasn't gonna happen there, then it would have happened in the Super Bowl. But then how how was she gonna announce that in the Super Bowl? Just making a post. Yo, because this is my point. You're not going to sit here and tell me. The timing is just crazy. Yeah,
1: because she had that. That's true. She didn't have the album ready to go. You're not going to tell me
4: you, that Victoria Monet deserved that album of the year. I mean, uh, artist of the year, right? Best cool. new artist. Best new artist, my bad. Best new artist, cool. Because her her music was better than Ice Spice, mm-hmm. which is true. And my argument was, well, Ice Spice has more impact. Okay, well, album of the year. Yes, Taylor had more impact than SZA. We can all agree on that. Yeah. But my God, my God, my God, is SZA's album way better than fucking Taylor Swift's. What are we talking about? And
1: my thing is, like, I'll understand it, like, if it came down, let's say, to, like, one vote. Like, oh, that was, like, <laughs> it was, like, uh, it wasn't a unanimous. Like, if they reveal that, at least provide some transparency. Because if it was, like, unanimously Taylor Swift over SZA, it's, like, what the fuck is going on like here? Like a jury
4: decision? Tell us yeah. who voted? Who? Yeah, like, yeah. if it was
1: just, like, a split draw, like, it la- came down to the last person and, like, it went over to, like, Taylor Swift... <laughs> Okay, I'll be like, okay, it's still wrong, but I get it where, like, okay, that person... Because there's people who... That, this is two different worlds. Taylor Swift album and Scissor's album are two different worlds. Yes. There's there's people that have heard every Scissors song in the world have not heard one Taylor Swift song. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about black community, white community to the fullest. Of course. Like, this is what's going on here, right? Uh-huh. So they're going against each other, and it's like... You're gonna get people. I've never. Why is Taylor win? I never heard of her. I didn't even hear this album. Blah blah blah. But if Sizzle's gonna win, you're gonna get the Taylor Swift fans saying like, "Oh, well, why have I even heard of? We didn't even Taylor sort of one. Like Taylor was number one this year. She got to win it. You know what I'm saying? But
3: I feel like if you have, it's a, heard a weird both, situation. Both sides, you can't fucking say anything.
1: Nah, how, man. How are
3: you gonna say something if you haven't heard both sides?
1: Nah. What
3: do you mean? No? I wonder who's gonna qualify to
1: vote, man. I agree with you. My, I should vote. They should let me vote. I'm not going to lie. You won a Grammy?
3: No, but I'm saying, like, as far as, like, critics, I'm pretty objective. I, I would say, why <laughs> is this not, like, by the people? <laughs> it would never
4: work, though, right?
1: Yeah, I mean, we get those awards, but Billboards. those are different. Billboards is by the people. That's, that goes by numbers, et cetera.
4: This is a peer. This is for your peers.
1: MTV, I think people get to vote. Yeah, This is yeah. for your peers.
3: This is, like, yeah. a peer wow, judgment. Okay, so these peers are fucking blind.
4: Yeah. They're deaf. They're old and white That's the problem My thing is this bro You know what good music is Like I get y'all's I get Vic's argument of like It's black and white It's two different cultures But bro Like the music is better bro What are we talking We have yeah. to stop this We have to stop stretching the argument Of what is subjective No nigga It gets to a point where something sounds good And it just doesn't And I'm not saying Taylor Swift shit sounds bad It's. It, I, he- I heard the album It's okay Like it's not anything crazy Chris! Cool, but to SZA Nigga no, Yeah, S- Kill Bell nah, yeah. Oh, album. Kill
1: Bell and shit is, is, is different, Yeah
4: but Niggas gonna say subjective, whatever, who cares Fuck these niggas
1: Listen, it's a part of the game, man What's going on with this goddamn thing?
4: Let me ask you niggas a question, so If Gunna was on that list, you giving it to him?
2: No
3: I'm not I'm not I'll still give it to SZA
4: you giving him give, a give him rap album. I would still give it a scissor. I would give him rap album in the year. Well, but I wouldn't give he... him album in the year. Yo, uh, give me your honest opinion why you think he's not he didn't get nominated. Your honest opinion.
3: Because of the shit going on. Explain. The whole Rico case and shit. Nah, explain and his that quote though. unquote and quote unquote involvement. I thought it was
1: timing, but it's not timing because I think Killer Mike's album dropped the same weekend as Gunna's album. I think. Pretty sure. Because I know Her Loss is an older release. But yeah, I don't know. If there's any Gunna album that was deserving of a Grammy, it was this one. It was the most serious one, introspective one, talking about some I, real I shit. would
3: definitely say nom- nomination, yeah. But for me, I... But that's just because, I don't know. Fuck you, man! I'm surprised that song wasn't nominated. Yeah. You
1: know
3: what I'm saying? Fuck I, you! Or I, Bread and Butter.
1: The,
3: bread and The butter, song yeah. definitely should have been. I think because
4: Gunna doesn't have a label behind him right now, he didn't even get discussed and I think if cuz you have to
1: submit it you have to submit it for nominations at the Grammys. Uh Drake tends to not submit his projects he, he doesn't like the Grammys but he did it this time around. For 21. For 21 Savage allegedly. Um
4: this is my thing about the situation. I think gunna not being there shows you the Grammys is a industry award. And it's the industry and these record labels that get you in. Cuz he's not gunna I'm um, gunna doesn't have a label right now. His label's in jail. Ain't no one backing this nigga right no. now like that. So, like, this just further proves the point. You had the hottest album of the fucking year. Like, there's no argument about that. The only argument is whether you're a rat or not. Beyond that, it was the most impactful album of the year. And then is not even going to nominate you, bro, it's the labels, bro.
1: It was the best body of work, for sure. It's the
3: labels. It was It was, it was good. It not was a good. single I'm one of those albums are better. Speaking
1: gonna... of uh, the rap albums, though, this was the nominations for the rap albums, right? So the best rap albums for the Grammys was Metro Boomin' and Heroes and Villains, Nas, King's Disease 3, Travis Scott, Utopia, Drake and 21 Savage, Her Loss, and then we got Killer Mike's album, Michael. Killer Mike won Rap Album of the Year at the Grammys. Now, people were... It was trending. They were saying that Travis Scott, Utopia was robbed. In my opinion, it was not at all. No. no, Because Travis Scott Utopia was not the best rap album of last year. Hell no. Like, if anything, like we just said, the best rap album of last year, in my opinion, wasn't even nominated and that was Gunna. Gunna's album. Now, if you look at this list, it in would, my opinion, Metro Boomin...
3: It would have been between Metro and Her Loss.
1: And I would probably give it a Metro. Yeah. I would give it the Metro Boomin, Heroes and Villains, even though Her Loss is hard. Her loss is
3: a good ass album. I like her loss a lot.
1: Her loss and Metro Boomin were more deserving, in my opinion, of this album, of this of this album award. Nominee. But at the same time, Killer Mike's album is pure rap. I've heard some songs on it. I haven't heard the full album yet, but it's a pure rap album. He's a pure rapper. So, if we're being honest, <laughs> when it comes to the actual like purest pure uh, purity of the actual, let's live up to this actual what this is. You know, he won that. He won rap album. I think he won, what, rap song? Wait, no, best rap song also. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he won the best rap song. Let me read it because he won three Grammys. Um, yeah, he he won best rap album, best rap song, and best rap performance. Best um, rap song? Yeah, that was for um, Scientists and Engineers, a song with uh, Future and Andre 3000. And I heard that's, that's one of the worst. a crazy song.
4: I heard that's one of the worst
1: songs. Nah, it's crazy. It's a crazy heard, song. I heard, I it's just not that. like a radio song. It's not you I, won't play it around your boys. I heard he
3: won an arrest as well.
1: Yeah, we're gonna talk about that too right now. Yeah. So,
3: so my qu- wait, wait,
4: what was the rap performance for?
1: The same um, the same song.
4: And what was the nomination for the rap
3: performance? No, what was the nomination for the rap songs?
1: Rap performance nominations was Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar, Hillbillies, Black Thought, Love Letter, Coyla Ray. And Drake and 21 Savage. And the best rap songs was Doja Cat, "Attention," uh, Nicki Minaj, and Spice Spice, Barbie World, and Rich Flex.
3: Oh my God. What? These nominations. So like if you look at it, like man, I'm telling you, man, this
1: is the uh, Killer Mike was the purest rap out of all of them. You can maybe say King's Aziz, Nas, but no, that's the only thing. You can definitely say that one. Part. They got to stop trying to push Nas on us.
4: But they didn't
1: even air it on TV. They had a pre-show ceremony. For the rap album of the year? They didn't do it. They did it. They think they did it years ago with Drake when Drake won. No, they've always done rap album of the year live. They didn't do it. Wow. We would have saw it, bro. We didn't, see Killer, we didn't see Killer Mike there at all. By the time we, we watched the show, I'm the real you, bro, show. I
3: was at work and I saw the... the, the It was
1: pre-show on YouTube. I,
3: I saw the, the, like the, the notification. Wow, it was a pre-show. So I, I told Victor. Rap that, is dead. I told Victor. I was like, bro, I was like, this shit started already.
1: Yeah. The rap is dead.
3: And I saw, I was like, I was like, what? Killer Mike.
1: So mm-hmm. Killer Mike wins, right? Not even aired on the main show on TV. And then we have Killer Mike being arrested. Like, <laughs> what the fuck is going on? And the jokes were like, oh, he's he, he is he got a, he, robbed Travis, he robbed Travis Scott of the album award, so that's why he's being arrested. But then, it's like in all seriousness, is like, hold the fuck up, why the fuck is he being arrested? Now, there's rumors that he got into a scuffle with a security guard. I think in the stadium and then had to be escorted out. Something like that. Or like, it was like outside there was a situation with a security guard. And then they had to detain him for a misdemeanor. It was like a whole thing, a misdemeanor. Um, and then they en- ended up releasing him. Eventually the CEO of grant, the Grammys Harvey got involved, but this is fucking strange because it's like, we get Will Smith at the Oscars slapping Chris rock. He gets a sit down, you know, Oh, accept his award. Be there the whole night. No arrests were made. No nothing. But then Chris, I think, had the option. Chris had the option. He said he didn't. He didn't want the cops involved. Maybe that's why they didn't do it. I think that they should have still, you know, at least get him out, out. Fuck out the building. Don't let him accept no, the award. No,
3: fuck that. They should have gotten Jada out the fucking. Building. <laughs> I mean,
1: they should just
4: let them niggas fight on camera.
1: Yo, and then now we have Killer Mike. You know, this is horrible. But then there was also uh, amazing news. I believe his son. Uh, found a kidney donor today. Oh wow. After years of trying to find a kidney match, he finally got a donor today. Literally the day after winning three Grammys. Congratulations. Um so it's Kismet. Is the energy of the world is 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 you know it's going like this right now with Killer Mike. Um hopefully he's gonna talk about it soon, I'm pretty sure. I always loved Killer Mike when it comes to interviews, the way he talks about life and the shit he does. He's a very dope individual, one of my favorite minds in hip hop history. Um the rap group with him, Run the Jewels. Amazing. They've done a lot of amazing stuff. I believe he's won a Grammy before with Rundle Jules, So this wasn't his first Grammys ever. Um, he's not a stranger to this stuff. But it was amazing to see him, you know, being, what, 48 years old now, dropping his, his um according to him, best body of work, solo album, and then winning all these awards. It was crazy. You know, I think uh, the Twitter people and stuff are just like a younger generation. They probably don't know Killer Mike at all. They might just know him from when Kendrick Lamar shouted him out in a song. That's mm-hmm. all they probably know about Killer Mike. Um, or Bernie. you know, and the Bernie Sanders stuff. So that's what they know. They don't. They they were mad, but Travis Scott was not robbed in any sense of the word. Like, you niggas is acting like Travis Scott's Utopia is not his worst album. Like, you niggas really acting like like that's the best album. Like, Utopia is a Grammy album. You out of your damn mind? That's not a Grammy winning album. Like, Utopia? Nah, bro. And then we even have um Travis Scott screaming. Saying they slept on me ten, times. On me
3: 10 times.
1: Like because he's been nominated ten times for the Grammys and he hasn't won one yet. But it's like,
3: be, this, God this damn, man, bro. Other shit, he won.
1: other shit, yes. Like Astral World, that's a Grammy album. That's album of the year. He should have won everything for that yeah. for that album. He didn't yeah. win a Grammy, but for Utopia,
3: I have an unpopular opinion about Astral World.
1: He think, but he
3: expected it. Came off like as if he expected Th- it was There's it No with this. way, you better say it. That shit was not good, bro.
4: No, it just wasn't as great as people thought it was. I, um, so what's his best album? Birds in the
1: Trap You can make that argument I wouldn't But you can make that argument Or Rodeo I am I'm I have World, Rodeo, Birds in the Trap And then Al Faro I,
3: I agree with Vic's list so far
1: And then Utopia's at the bottom Al Utopia at the bottom, man Utopia's at the bottom, yeah. It's at the bottom It has some dope tracks Probably like three or four Like, oh, cool Cool ass fucking moments Overall as a project it's not, it's not my cup of tea. It's not my cup of tea. But I do think whatever he's cooking up next is gonna be crazy. Like or be butt, or be butt. Yeah. I don't think he could get butter than Utopia. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I believe in um Travis Scott when it comes to albums. You know that was the buttiest album we got. You know no more butt than that. Utopia was the most butt. Um, if we get more butt, I'm gonna be upset. I don't want no more butt from Travis Scott. Um,
4: Yo, imagine like ten years the niggas love that album,
1: Utopia. They will. Hell no,
4: hundred percent.
3: That's what they did with Jesus. You'll see,
1: nigga. But Jesus, Jesus is, is like his
3: Jesus. Yeah. Is this his Jesus? This was his Jesus.
4: I have Jesus number three in Kanye's discography.
1: Jesus is one of the best albums of all time.
4: Do you think Utopia will end up being one of the greatest albums of all time? Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> what
1: the fuck? <laughs> Niggas is smoking dick. Yeah, I wanted to get that just so he could clip it. <laughs> That's not happening. Niggas is like, bro, I love Travis Scott. I love his team. They show us a lot of love. We uh, have hell, to be yeah. honest. We love him, 100%. Utopia is not his best album. You know what I'm saying? Like, I get it. Like, oh, shit. Oh, no, bro. He was not. <laughs> He was not robbed. Like, calm down. Oh, no, he definitely
4: was not robbed. Like,
1: you guys sound crazy. You sound like big-ass dick
4: eaters. Bro, I, rather,
1: dick- I haven't even heard the full Killer Mike album, and I'd rather him win than Travis Scott, Utopia. Like, come on, bro. That's not the rest rap album. They're trying to reward mediocrity. That's <sighs> the problem. Yeah, no, we got to be honest, you know. And I feel like Travis Scott... And, he knows it. He knows it, man. That's why I didn't like how he tweeted, like, emojis, kind of like mad and this and that bro
4: mad about what bro you should be mad let killer mike have his
1: moment let killer mike have his moment and that's it like let's move on past this and let's just do better next time um taylor swift though has announced her new album you know her new album is called the tortured poets department uh and it has a note that says so i enter into evidence my tarnished coat of arms my muses acquired like bruises my tales, Men's and charms. The tick, tick, tick of love bombs. My veins of pitch black ink. The tortured poet's department. And the cover art is her with pillows. Uh, kind of like an underwear kind of lingerie a little bit maybe. Um, a little sexy vibe. Never seen her with a sexy vibe for cover art. Seems to be very serious. Is dropping April. Uh, I believe April 17th. April 19th. My apologies. Um... Literally in 15 minutes, this album sold 40,000 vinyl copies in pre order.
3: You're gonna tell me this shit in wasn't, 15 minutes. wasn't planned? No, it was
1: She announced it right at the Grammys, right when she won her Grammy Award.
3: You're telling me she is it planned? You're telling me she was a button away from doing it whenever?
1: I mean, next you know week is also the Super Bowl. There's Not- rumors of Travis Kelsey proposing to her. And we paid attention to the speech. I kept telling you guys, listen to what she's saying. I think she kept say talking no. to her fans. She didn't acknowledge Celine Dion. She acknowledged the other nominees. That was
3: crazy. The fact that she didn't acknowledge Celine Dion threw me off. Bro.
1: She's talking about. She's talking to her fans. She only gives a fuck about her fans. I think I have a conspiracy theory about her.
4: I think you're right. I think Taylor Swift is the great is like the greatest like music mind when it comes to ad like advertising yourself and marketing yeah. yourself we've ever seen. Because if you notice the trajectory of her career. It's based off her fan base. Everything. When she started off with the country music shit, she had that very country girl, soft tone vibe. That, that's when the whole Kanye thing happened. Then she went with that whole rebrand. She's in another rebrand. She's becoming that fringe, you know, quirky, weird white girl that Lana Del Rey has always had as her fan group. She's adopting that fan group now. Mm-hmm. It's like... It's like she's absorbing all the white women and their different personalities, bro. It's insane, bro.
1: No, this is literally what's going on. This literally what's going Cause on. Cause think about it,
4: bro. Listen to this title, "Dead Poets Society." I mean, whatever the fuck that <laughs> nah, that's not as different as <laughs> <that's laughs> the movie. But like, bro, it's like dark. Is and she she brought Lana on fucking stage and yeah. said, "You motivated this album." She probably motivated the next one. I and the way she was acting was like a way I've not, I've not seen Taylor Swift like that, like that bro. Like, it, like you said, she's talking to the fans, she's being quirky, weird, like, oh my god, I'm so mind-blown. Like, Ugh. bro, it's that weird, like, dark, quirky shit that these white girls be on, I'm telling you, bro.
1: She's posing with, um, the black artists, like this, like, she has, like, a gangsta pose, and, like, she's, she's like, like doing, like, mean mugs and shit. Like, very cool. It's
4: another rebrand.
1: You know, like, cool... It's like quirky, corny, but or, looking, looking organic, like mm-hmm. a organic from her part, mm-hmm. you know, so Taylor fucking Swift, man, the GOAT, I said it last week, I'm always going to say it, maybe the most impactful artist and fan base since Michael Jackson, yeah. you know, we have to argue that. In five minutes, her post on Instagram got two million likes, like, this is not, this is not Becky from down the block. No. This is fucking, like, Taylor fucking Swift. This is a different animal. Like, we really got to start asking ourselves, like, is her DNA going to be studied the day that she dies? Like, this is going to be one of those special people that really needs to be, like, yo, understood as a GOAT right now in the industry. Like, literally the GOAT of the industry. And she doesn't have to collaborate with the mainstream artists, rappers, you know what I'm saying? So people can't give her that. You can't say she's a culture vulture. Miley Cyrus, Katy Perry, these pop white artists do it, right? Country artists do it, Morgan Wallen. And then they get called culture vultures. You can't say that with Taylor Swift. She could easily get anyone on her album. And she Bro, doesn't do anyone. it. Anyone and she doesn't do it. She doesn't fucking do it. Londa Ray was on her last album. And that was rare. Taylor Swift doesn't need a fucking feature. She's Taylor Swift. All she needs is her fucking fans. She's fucking amazing.
4: So let me ask you a question. A real deal question, both of you. Because if the if my theory is right, and she's trying to absorb white women, because that is the most powerful person in the world, is white women. Like, as a demographic, by statistics, by numbers, by everything, white women are the most powerful. Like, they really have power in the world. And she's really trying to consume white women. Does the next part of her rebrand after she's done with this, is it like adopting social issues?
1: Probably. I, I was right, I was ready for her I? to say ceasefire on stage. If Taylor Swift said ceasefire, imagine... There's a reason why a woman did that. So the person she was tributing...
4: Was the girl. She was an
1: activist too that passed away.
4: Yeah, so what she did was in 1992, I saw a YouTube, I mean a Twitter thing about it. I forgot this even happened. She was performing on SNL, mm-hmm. and at the end of her song, she showed a photo of the Pope. This is when the church was being. Like, this is the, the early beginnings of people calling out the Catholic Church for um, pedophilia. She ripped the Pope's face like a, a picture of him in half, and like started tearing it up, and said, "We need justice, and we need to stop all evil." And she threw the the pieces on the floor. After that, they went outside her recording label studio, and they they bulldozed, not bulldozed, they like you know that the flattener, yeah, they flattened like hundreds of copies of her of her album. Wow. And after that, her entire career went to shit. No one wanted to hear her music because that was in the '90s. That's when the Catholic Church was powerful as shit. That's why the person did that. She said, she said she felt like she had to, you know, commemorate her, her spirit
1: and her memory by doing something like that. Listen, that's what we might get with Taylor. She might go if, that if not this album, maybe the next. Like, I don't see her not going eventually into this route. She's a phenomenal songwriter, I've always said it. A dope-ass director of her music videos. She knows how to roll shit out. Very strategic. And also, she tends to take breaks whenever she needs to, especially for new, new albums. So for her to drop this album, she's worked on it for two years. She said she's been working on it for two years. She's getting it, she's ready to drop it. She just dropped Midnight's, you know, her Lando Ray dark pop album that went crazy. Now this seems to be more of a serious role. People are always making jokes. Oh, if her Travis Kelsey break up, heartbreak album, blah, blah 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 blah. Right? She's in the happiest she's been in her life, especially in public in the public eye. Maybe he's gonna get it personal with that. You know the cover art kind of looks sad and serious, but we never know, bro. If he pro- if he proposes, I swear to God, she's gonna say no. I swear. <laughs> Why would you. she say no? You sound crazy, bro. Yo, clip this. Was the over under? No. Over under. I got
4: a negative like no, I got a positive like one twenty.
1: Hell yeah. You out your damn mind, bro. If <laughs> if Travis Kelsey proposes to Taylor Swift, Taylor Swift will jump on top of that man's head. In okay. the in on camera, yo, this in front you know, of millions of people. Why would the hell she would say no? Because she's never committed that much. She's not. If, she's never if, been proposed if, to. If she Maybe were to,
3: if she were to say no, she's not gonna say it right there. I
1: don't know, but I mean, it's not gonna happen. They're not gonna
4: get engaged at all. She'll say yes there and then yeah, say no. no that's not happening. But she's also real and kind of. She looks like yo. There's something wrong with her. I think she's crazy. She might low key be tapped. I all, think she, all geniuses are crazy. She might be a little. She might be a little tapped. Little cuckoo. So I think she'll say no right there. And I think it's because Taylor Swift is the greatest marketing mind we've ever seen in pop music. I think Travis Kelsey's part of the marketing plan.
1: So if she says no, what, she runs off?
4: This is just what she is, bro. So what's
1: her no, though, like running off?
4: Oh, no, no, running off. Oh, I think she's just going to hug him.
1: And then whispering in his ear no? Yeah. <laughs> I think she, she would run off at that point. That would be kind of cool if she ran off. And I think they'll both play it off. Look at us gossiping like bitches um, Moving on though y'all,
3: y'all don't throw me in this hashish. Jay-Z
1: has called out the Grammys Pull up the, pull up the um, Bluetooth uh, volume Should be able to hear it
5: We want y'all to get it right We love y'all We love y'all We love y'all We want y'all to get it right At least get it close to right And obviously it's subjective Y'all don't gotta clap at everything <laughs> obviously, it's sub- obviously it's subjective Because you know it's music And it's opinion based but, you know, some things, you know, I don't want to embarrass this young lady, but she has more Grammys than everyone and never won album of the year. So even by your own metrics, that doesn't work. Think about that. Mic drop. The most Grammys, never won album of the year. That doesn't work, you know. Some of you, some of you gonna go home tonight and feel like you've been robbed. Some of you made it Rob. Well, says so. Some of you don't belong in the category. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, 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 that was it. No, when I get nervous, I tell the truth. Um, but outside of that, outside of that, you know, we got to keep showing up. And forget the Grammys for a second. Just in life, as I, as my daughter st- sits and stares at me, nervous as I am. Um, um, just in life, you got to keep showing up. Just keep showing up. Forget the Grammys. You got to keep showing up until you, until they give you all those accolades you feel you deserve. Until they call you chairman. Until they call you a genius. Until they call you the greatest of all time. You feel me?
1: <laughs> <laughs> hov! Book of hov. For God did. Um, if you watch the full Speech, you see from the beginning. So this is a Dr. Dre um, Global Impact Award. The first time they did it, I believe, was last year. And they gave it to Dr. Dre. And then every year going forward, I believe Dr. Dre has a say-so in deciding who gets this award. So it makes sense for Dr. Dre to start the first um honoree off with arguably the best rapper of all time, Jay-Z. You know, from the top. I think that's genius. And they have a relationship as well. After receiving this award, well, first in the speech, he, st- he started out giving the praises to the West Coast and Dr. Dre's influence and impact. And then he went on to... Tell the truth. Be honest. Very vulnerable. He was nervous and just started saying the truth. It was like damn near. Like, uh, not damn near. It was obviously not scripted at all. Maybe he, he had that from the beginning. Like, yo, I'll do it. I'll go up there, but I'm not going to script nothing. You know, had his daughters by his side. Really beautiful. And, and also, it came off. It was so real, it came off awkward. Like, the audience didn't know how to respond. They wanted to clap. And he was like, you don't got to clap at everything. And at the end, when they should have clapped, It took, like, a while for him to clap. It was crazy. It was, like, so awesome. It was like, oh, I love this. This is very, like, on brand for, like, what I hope a Jay-Z type of speech would be. But at the end, you see him, there's photos of him approaching Dr. Dre after. And, like, he says something to Dr. Dre in the ear. And he hugs him. And then Dr. Dre looks at him like, like, yeah, yeah, yep, yep. And people are basically, I feel like you can draw conclusions by looking at that. I felt like what he said there was, like, I did this for you, nigga. Or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Or I did this... You know what I'm saying? JC probably wouldn't have had it even gone. He doesn't go to the Grammys no more. He doesn't do that. Like, he said it in this actual uh, speech there where he was like, I've boycotted before, but obviously I'm a hypocrite. I've watched it at home. You know, I watch it even if I boycott it. And he was like, in my opinion, I think he told Dre, like, because it's you, you're honoring me, I'll go to this. Because right after this, him, little Uzi... The whole Rock Nation table, Beyonce, they all were left after Jay Z's award. They left the Grammys. They walked out to the back and they got escorted out. They left the Grammys.
5: Little Uzi's
4: in Rock Nation. Yeah, I didn't know that.
1: Yeah, bro, Little Uzi. You remember Little Uzi? Um, Little Uzi's contract with DJ Drama and stuff reached major conflicts, etc. But Jay Z helped him and saved him out of that. They managed him, so Jay Z manages. So he's still a Generation Now artist on the DJ Drama with the record label. But he's managed by Rock Nation. He's a Rock Nation artist. Yeah, Little Uzi. That's why Little Uzi was there. Was Megan there? Megan, no, she wasn't there, surprisingly. People thought uh, Little Uzi was um, (laughs) Blue's older brother. (laughs) 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 They were like, what's what's this little boy walking around (laughs) doing? Yo, she's almost taller than him. That shit is insane. It's crazy. It's crazy. She's literally a female Jay Z, um, but more beautiful. Sorry, Hove. He knows he's he's said he's, he's rapped about how he's like ugly but rich, um, man I I'm 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 hyped off of the speech, um, and at the same time we also had Drake so Jay Z called out the Grammys but then Drake called out the Grammys the same night but Drake did it via a post on Instagram and the post reads as following right here, when you look at Drake's Instagram story, he had a little quote which he said before people were like oh you wouldn't say this if you won or if you were nominated. Drake has, Drake said this shit on stage. So Drake said, "All you incredible artists, remember, this show isn't facts. It's just the opinion of the group of people whose name are kept a secret. Literally, you can google it with some laughing emojis, Drake style." Congrats, congratulations to anybody winning anything for hip hop. Shout out to most deaf. But this show doesn't dictate shit in our world. So we have Drake saying this show doesn't dictate shit in our world. We got Hove saying Forget about the Grammys, just show up in life no matter what, etc. So, it's a catch-22. Should people stop supporting the Grammys? Or, if you do stop supporting the Grammys, what is going to happen? Are we going to create your own awards? People do not show up and support the BET Awards. You don't see Drake, you don't see these amazing top-tier black icons show up for the black entertainment awards. You don't see that they might come around for the Grammys or they're going to talk about the Grammys whenever it's Grammy time. So it's like, even though they hate the Grammys, you're still going to talk shit about the Grammys. You're still giving them promotion. You're still reposting. You're still, you know, they're still they're they're still basically value uh, placing value value to the Grammys. You know, they know the Grammys is fucking significant, but they have a bitter taste towards the Grammys. So, what should happen with the Grammys? Should we keep supporting it until eventually it changes? They have the new, recently new, Black Music Collective, you know, that uh, with the Grammys, that they're trying to, like, enforce more black artist representation, etc. What should we do about the Grammys, Noel? You look like a Grammy today. Thank you. I feel like one.
3: <laughs> oh, shit. After or before the, the bathroom. <clears throat>
1: you pooped a Grammy. Piston one too. Oh, awesome. Oh, awesome. Yay. awesome. Yay. Ish. Relax, bro.
4: <laughs> um, first off, majority of you niggas wouldn't deserve an award even if you tried. <laughs> wait, wait. No, these artists with the bullshit these niggas been dropping. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yo, you niggas is stressing a fucking award. Make some good fucking music. That's what you should be fucking doing. Think about it. Rap is so undervalued, it's not even shown on the TV anymore. I didn't even know that was happening. That was crazy. Because I remember when Macklemore won, it was on the fucking TV. I watched him walk the stage and grab the award. Yeah. So what the hell is going on? You Like, the urban category, was that live?
1: I don't think so. I think it was because um, they were saying because Killer Mike won, like, Grammys knew he was going to win. They didn't want to air it. But if it was, like, a bigger name artist, they would air it. But that's, like, fucked up.
4: That's fucked up and that's disrespectful. But I get it. And also the fact that Killer Mike is winning Rap Album of the Year is such a testament to how horrible things have gotten. And I'm not saying that because Killer Mike isn't a great artist and he can't rap. I'm saying that because there's so many little artists that Killer Mike has been around for so long but was kept getting beat because there was such a large pool of talent every fucking year. We talked about it. Yeah. Nas lost. Hip Hop Is Dead, a great fucking album. That same fucking year, Common dropped the fucking one of the greatest albums he's ever dropped. Who else dropped that year? Arguably one of the greatest rap albums of ever to be created, *Graduation*, and that's what won. Imagine that talent pool just right there. Yeah, we don't have that anymore. We're debating fucking bullshit, bro. The the rap rap single of the year, her loss. Uh, uh fucking um, Rich Flex, like, are you kidding me?
1: Yo, like, what? 21. What? Can you do something for me, Barbie? Can you do something for me? Nah, bro, we gotta have a real nigga. There was a point in my
4: life. When Born Sinner, Yeezus, nothing was the same. And Good Kid, Mass City, all were in one fucking category. Bro, what?
3: That's, that's all bangers, bro. Yeah. And I'm
4: supposed to care that you're getting snubbed. You don't even care enough to give me good music. Fuck you. And fuck your politics. You think these niggas give a damn about us, the fans? Bro, it's never been about the fans. It's been about their ego. That's why Travis is up there talking about snubbed up times, snubbed ten times. Bro... You didn't give a damn enough about us to give us a good album, but you want us to give a fuck that your political your politics isn't adding up. That the white people aren't acknowledging you and giving you the fucking award you think you deserve. Come on, bro. What are we talking about, Vic?
1: They slept on real. me 10 times.
4: You think he even deserved the Grammy? Be for real.
1: This year, no. No. So and fuck no, he the for The nomination? The nomination? Yeah. I can see that, yes. And yeah. Hell yeah. Five years ago. Nigga, fuck it. Seven years ago. You think he even would have been nominated with the talent that existed back then? No, probably not. I mean, it's just—I think it's a testament of the times where people are like not dropping, like you said. But then, just speak to the fact of like, even if people had dropped, what Drake and Jay Z say kind of still stands as far as like, of course, even if the representation was there, should you should people give a fuck about awards? So I agree. If the talent was there,
4: we would have the same problem because again, Macklemore won that year. He shouldn't have. Yeah. He just shouldn't have. Drake should have won that year. If not him, it should have been Kendrick. No conversation. Yeah. My issue is, you know, I understand that the Grammys is fixed. I understand that white people keep winning in these categories. They're like people getting pushed by the industry, and it doesn't feel fair. Um, stop caring. Yeah. It's a fucking award show, predominantly funded. And governed by white people. Why the fuck do you care? Like, I get it. You grew up. I forgot who said this. I think it was um, Joey. It was either Joey Badass or somebody else. They're like, you know, you don't really want a Grammy, but it's like, damn, you grew up off it. Like, it's it's something you, you as a kid, you'd practice your Grammy speech. 100%. And you would sit in front of the mirror and be like, yo. I got
1: mine in my pocket.
4: Yeah. Like, you really like own your shit, bro. I hear it. No, no bullshit. I hear it. My thing is, though, <laughs> you got to get over that shit. Yeah. That's that shit that white America sold you. That's that shit that was plastered in front of your face by mass media. That's not that. That's not real shit. That's not real acknowledgement. And I'm not saying we go and big up BET because I think BET deteriorates the black community. I don't agree with it as an institution. I think it's problematic. I think if you actually want to honor, artists, I love BET.
1: God if bless in case you. you're listening,
4: God bless you, Vic. I'll say, <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna say this is why I respect Vic because. Vic is absolutely right. You've talked about this on a local level. When you guys kept getting snubbed before this year for Podcast of the Year, or, you know, they just never acknowledged you guys with the awards that they were giving at, in Rhode Island, and you were like, oh, I would love to start some our own award show yeah, where we could acknowledge niggas in our state. That's dope. It's coming from you. It's coming from an authentic space. But these niggas don't care about that. Yeah. Like, I truly don't believe... Drake and Jay-Z are doing this because of the same reasons you're doing it. Mm-hmm. This is, that's ego for them. You think so? Hell yeah. That's politics. That's ego. That's pride. That's what that is. That's that. Yo, I know I'm number one. Acknowledge me. You won't, And that's where I get frustrated because I'm like, yo, fuck these white people. Who cares if they acknowledge you? Number one. Number two, you're not even making good enough. Not them, obviously, everyone else. You're not even making them good enough music for us to acknowledge you. So why the fuck should I acknowledge you?
1: It's interesting because when you think about like a major thing that I've always uh, have always thought about and feel so disappointed, just in in general with the world about is when uh, Jay Z was ahead of his time creating a streaming platform, Title, and the idea was to team up with a lot of artists such as a Nicki Minaj. I think, had
4: them all on stage.
1: I think a Coldplay, maybe Kanye. Cole was there, yeah. And they were all given equity in the company, ownership in the company, the best idea ever. The thing had the thing was it was so early on into the streaming era, where people were looking at it like it was a joke. They called it the Illuminati, etc. When in reality, if we supported that from the beginning, we wouldn't have had issues how we have them now, where streams are being argued. There's manipulation. People aren't getting their proper money. We have record labels now, like Universal. We're going to talk about them later having an issue with TikTok. No one supported Jay-Z. No, the People didn't support Jay-Z's idea to the point that I think he sold a percentage of the company. It's still, it's still a round title, but it's like he sold it, I think, with uh, to the guy that created um, Twitter. I think Jack. Is it Jack? No, no, no. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Jack. It might be Jack. I think it's, it's Jack. Jack. No, it's Jack. Jack yeah. the, the owner of Twitter, a former owner of Twitter that sold Twitter, and... Um, and then Jay-Z I think the he still. owns now either Shopify or like one of those um, Shopify. One of those things. Uh, what's that? Square. Square. Oh, he, owns square, square. Actually, he owns Square. He owns Square. Square. Yeah. So Jay Z's invested with him. He's close friends with him, and I think they they're partial. Listen, title though does have the opportunity. Maybe they do like a relaunch, a rebrand. But if people didn't support, think about this. If people didn't support Jay Z creating the the like a, your uh, uh, actual streaming platform owned by artists, they didn't support that. Let's say if Jay-Z, Drake, Dr. Dre, Beyonce, even Taylor Swift, the biggest artists in the industry team up to create a streaming platform, no, to create an award show to combat the Grammys, to rival the Grammys, and to actually represent the artists and have artists themselves vote for each other, actually vet the people that vote, have some fan participation. Would the people support it? It sounds perfect. I would support it, but will the people support it? I think they would. No. I don't think so. Okay. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think people I think people would still like judge it, you know. Because when I look back at the title thing, I think the rollout was awesome. I supported it. I still had title for, for until recently. I was still paying for it to support it. I don't know what it was. It like, was too wh- early. So if they were to the uh, award show right now, would it be too early?
4: No, this situation is Would it so, be perfect timing? Yeah, it's so bad. People didn't want to go to award shows anymore. Because remember, bro, when he did that title shit, I remember you even had the blue eyes your profile photo on Twitter.
1: Yeah, this, I thought
4: it, I thought it was a part of the team. This was like early <laughs> Twitter, bro. This is like 2015. I know Twitter opened in 2010, relax, fans. But this was like 2015, this is 2013 Twitter, actually, 2014, yeah. somewhere around there. Because I remember it was Kanye, they were still friends at the time, J. Cole... Um, All of Rock, Rihanna was there, nigga. This shit was crazy. Yeah, Rihanna
1: was there. The whole stage you know was it. filled
4: with mega stars, bro. And they were all supporting it. I think the problem was, and this is why Joe Budden says a union would never work, but I think it'll work now. I truly believe it'll work now, nigga. Because at the time, the way the industry was, people were still getting deals. Niggas was just accepting mediocrity. Mm. I think music is so bad right now when it comes to money and splits and all that shit. Niggas will jump on anything if it means they're getting more bread.
1: Yeah, so people not want the grace to unite now. Yeah, because the the splits are worse. Yeah.
4: And I think when it comes to the Grammys and having you on a war show, people will support it because we all see it's horrible, bro. It's trash. We all know it. The artists don't even go. I didn't even want to watch it. I went because y'all were there. I wasn't going to watch that shit. Yeah, I
3: don't watch it. I only went because I got the invitation, but I don't watch it.
4: Because why am I going to sit there and put myself through that, bro? None of the artists I like are there. The niggas performing, I don't really care about. The ones
1: we
3: do, like, got robbed.
1: I mean, you do get to see Taylor Swift on camera, though.
3: I don't care about that.
1: (laughs) The GOAT? No. Who fucking... uh, She's uh, For free? I'm not going to hype up a white woman, bro. Don't you got to pay for that
4: app? Don't you got to pay?
1: Nah, surprisingly not. Paramount Plus, you can pay, but you don't need to. You can see certain things for free, like that. I think the Super Bowl is on Paramount Plus too. Yeah, nigga, I'm watching that shit on cable. Let me ask you niggas a question:
4: Do you ever think the artists will ever come no. together? My bad, finish the question. Do you ever Dude, this bitch <laughs> Do you ever think the artists will ever come together to even do their own award show? No, or are they too prideful?
3: They won't.
1: There's too much ego. There's too much ego. That's why I'm so I'm shocked. Like when Jay Z did what he did man but it was
4: a lot of rock nation artists up there that's why
1: it was but he was trying to get more people involved he just was waiting for people to support you know he tried his best he tried his best i think like it was just a matter of the timing and the support for the people and the funding yeah you know let me ask
4: you another question this was an important question on twitter this last two days is jay-z and kanye magneto and dr xavier from x-men
1: i haven't watched x-men in a while so I have no fucking clue what that means. But I do know that they're, they're you, like... are like you a Marvel fanboy? Oh, 100%. No, but, but the X are Marvel Men old. X-Men is like another... That's not even MCU. No, nah, it's X-Men not. X-Men is like pre-MCU. Sony. Yeah, it's Sony production. It's some whole other shit. Old as hell. Sony... Trying to trying to bring it back, but... Let me explain basically. They're like rivals, but... Brothers... Right, Or related cousins? What the fuck are they? They're both bald and white. So they both, um, when the when the when people first started becoming mutants,
4: they actually this nigga is crazy, bro. They team This is what's crazy. A lot of niggas do not know this. I found this out yesterday. Da dum, da dum. Um, X Men is based off the civil rights movement. And That's a load of crap. No, I swear to God. It is. What? So, no, it is. So I don't Mag- remember
3: hearing about powers in the fucking So who the fuck is book. MLK?
4: Yo, so MLK <laughs> is, is Dr. Xavier and Malcolm X is Magneto. The Magneto and Dr. Xavier were both friends. They started a school together, a whole group. Not, not a school, a group. And these groups were supposed to fight crime. They worked for the government. Magneto realized that human beings without mutant powers... Yeah, were manipulating and using, and they were gonna ultimately eradicate mutants. Yeah, and he just wanted a world where mutants were safe and they could live freely. So did Doctor Xavier, but Doctor Xavier believed that we could live in harmony together. Yeah, yeah. The Malcolm X and Martin Luther King argument: MLK said you could live amongst white people. Malcolm X was fully against integration until so he went to Mecca a few months before he died. So, um, the argument is that Jay Z, besides the title thing. The title thing was the last time I think I've ever seen Jay-Z fight against the system. Ever since that, it seems like Jay-Z has been trying to fight with, from within. They say that's who Jay-Z is. He's a lot like Dr. Xavier. He's trying to create, like, integrate, integrate us into the system. That's why he sits on the Super Bowl. I mean, the NFL, um, whatever he does with the NFL and all that shit. They say Kanye's like Magneto, very destructive, chaotic, outside of the system, just trying to, like,
1: pinch it away. So Jay-Z is M O K and Kanye West is Malcolm X. I would never say that, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> but in the sense of like... What and is Taylor he... Swift is Rosa Parks. Oh, my God.
3: That's fucking crazy. That's Taylor, Taylor Swift Taylor Swift oh sat in the back of the bus, bro. God, bro.
1: She's right there right now.
3: No, she was the one dri- she's driving. She's driving the bus, the bus
1: bro. She's
3: the... <laughs> <laughs> I
4: almost made the most racist joke of my life. <laughs> Let's keep going. <laughs> well, we don't want that to happen. What's next? What's Let's next? keep it going. What's we love next?
1: you guys. Uh, Coming up, below. How do you guys feel about the Grammys? Um, Over the weekend, though... A crazy, crazy situation for this man, right? One of the biggest pillars in the streaming community of all time, Aiden Ross. When it comes to celebrity um, interviews and actual about, engagement with talk, streamers,
3: talk about getting robbed.
1: Yeah, Aiden Ross was amongst the first to ever do this ever years ago, and he has kept doing this. Um, and Aiden Ross is behind Kick. He's teamed up with Kick. He's very close with the owners and he basically is like a scout for Kick and they get people on Kick. Aiden Ross has been made a mockery by rappers. Rappers keep finessing Aiden Ross. You know, it's almost like the opposite how they look at Kai Sinet. Like Offset and these rappers look at Kai Sinet like a brother and like they say, like they got emotional, hanging out with him, fun time, respect him. With Aiden Ross is almost like a walking lick. Like they're just trying to rob him. <laughs> <laughs> like they see him as it's like this white boy who has money, 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 money. Right? Cause but, Kai but doesn't pay nobody it, to come it wasn't, it wasn't on. Wasn't, it wasn't but Aiden pain, Ross though. does. It
3: wasn't him paying though. Which it, one? It was actually kick. Yeah, kick. Yeah. It, kick. It's not, it's not him get like his kick. money.
1: Kick. Yeah. But um, for example, we st- it starts off with starting chronological order, right? So when it comes to the 21... 21- first, it starts off with 21 Savage. He has 21 Savage on, right? After 21 Savage was on the Kai Sinesh stream, 21 Savage comes on to Aiden Ross. 21 Savage has dropped an album. It's a part of the rollout promotion. He's hanging out. They're having a good time. And they bet money on 2K, etc. He loses a 2K. He's losing to Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross is amazing at 2K. 21 Savage supposedly was too. Not as good as Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross was so good at 2K... <laughs> That's how he blew up because yeah, he, he, used to play he used to play 2K and he met with other NBA players online playing 2K. He played with Bronny, LeBron James' son. That went viral and that's how Aiden Ross started blowing up, playing 2K. He's yeah. a 2K god. Now, when it came to gambling, 21 Savage kept gambling and then he played cards. You can literally see 21 Savage scamming Aiden Ross. Literally marking the cards with his friend that he came with. To scam Aiden Ross, signaling, signaling to move them, is as plain as can be, right? And then you see Twenty One Savage lying on camera, saying he got caught off guard. Like, no, like, what are you talking about? Do you want let's play again? What do you want to do? What do you want to do for the money? Right? Very awkward as fuck. And the reason this is horrible is because of the fact that is Twenty One Savage only scamming Aiden Ross, or is he scamming a bunch of other rappers? Is he scamming other people in Atlanta? this is this is like it looked crazy hopefully it's not the case i thought it was all fake turns out to be real then fast forward aiden ross says that 21 savage has sent me the money he sent him the money back they're cool again and then now a couple days later last night i was literally up all night we're looking at this shit live aiden ross was teasing Playboy cardi's coming on Playboy cardi there was a report that said fifty thousand dollars to Playboy cardi to come on aiden ross said no it's actually, we're giving him $2 million and a Ferrari for him to come on. What the f- I thought it was strolling. Remember, he did Kim Jong-un, and he brought a fake Kim Jong-un parody. So people thought it was going to be a parody Playboy Cardi. There was even like a leak of a, a parody Playboy Cardi. And people were like, oh, it was like a fake image. I watched, right? It came down, an hour of waiting, and then Aiden Ross left, left camera to get Cardi, and then Cardi left. Then Aiden Ross went off. He was heated. He was like, bro, what, what the fuck? Like, these rappers trying to finesse me. Like, we got fucking money for him here already. Like, what the? This is some fucked up shit. And then, I guess him going off, et cetera, convinced Cardi to come back around. And people knew when he went off, et cetera, it wasn't fake at that time. Because Cardi's, um, that white guy that announces, uh, new Playboy Cardi dropping. That Playboy Cardi just posted on his Instagram story. Black, uh, Black cane, something like that. That guy. Mm-hmm. Black Horse, whatever his name is. That guy was there. And then Gunner, Gunner Stahl, I believe his name is. He's like a photographer, famous photographer, friends with uh, Travis Scott, etc. He was there as well. So you saw him dap up Aiden. So like, oh shit, Cardi's team's here. He's really here. And then, then they walked off and then the whole shit happened where Cardi supposedly left. Because the vibes were off. He didn't like the vibes. <laughs> then Aiden said, hold up. We're going to try to get him back on. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, he's coming back, guys. Just wait for it. He wants me to play this song. It was uh, Hood by Air. And then when he's like, when Hood by Air comes on, guys, blah blah blah, four hundred and eighty-seven thousand people wa- were watching live. I was a part of them. I was watching. Them. I'm like, this is crazy. Four hundred and eighty-seven thousand, almost five hundred thousand people, almost half a million people watching live on Kick, one of the top ten streams on Kick ever, maybe ever. I think of all amongst all platforms, some like that. Literally, the app was crashing. It was crazy. The chat was crashing. And then you see Playboy Cardi come on, and like he's like dancing, and he has the same mask from the Grammy performance.
3: Which was a horrible fucking horrible
1: man, ma- yeah, horrible performance and horrible mask. It was very like covering his face, and like, he was dancing with Aiden. You see Aiden like kind of awkwardly, and then he can only be heard when he speaks when he's close to the mic. So he would bend over to the mic and say, "Thank you, thank you, thank you, Aiden Ross, for the hospitality. Thank you guys." <laughs> and then Aiden Ross was like, "Oh, the album? What, the album? What's going on with the album?" He was like. My best, my best, thank you, thank you Aiden Ross Like very robotic Like almost like socially awkward Like what the fuck is going on here? I'm sure it was him It was him, I thought it was him People were like this is not him This is like a clone or like someone like impersonating mm-hmm. him But it was him, you could tell by looking at his face And the way his gestures He even dapped up Aiden Ross like this Like how Cardi does in the music videos when we watched him Like he did like that and everything I'm like oh shit this is really him This really is that man And then It was about like 10 mm-hmm. minutes passed by and then he looked at the at the camera and he looked at Aiden and he was like, yo, I'm going to head out of here. And then Aiden was like, oh, you're going to head out? Blah, 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 blah He gives him a bag of money. The bag of money had $2 million. What? Awkward exchange. Give him the money. And then the mic gets turned off. Then he goes off camera for a while. And then when he comes back, he's like pissed. Because everyone in the chat was like, what the fuck was that? Like, why did he even come? You gave him $2 million for that. He didn't answer any questions. He didn't interact with you properly. It was very awkward. What the hell was this? Like, was this a scam? or is this a, What is this? And Andy Ross was going off. He was like, these rappers keep finessing me. First a 21 Savage shit, now this. He was pissed the fuck off. Kai Sinet called him. He's like, bro, you got to stop doing this. I feel bad for you, my friend. You got to only work with artists that you know. Stop doing this shit. This is bad. This is horrible. This shit was real? Bro, yeah, Soldier Boy. Soldier Boy called, called in. He was like soldier boy on some gangster shit. Soldier boy was like, yo, you good? Aiden was like, I'm good. No, he's like, no, are you good? I was like, shit, what the fuck? This nigga was like ready to kill? You ready to kill Playboy yeah, Cardi yeah, 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 yeah. for Aiden Ross? And everyone in the chat was like, yo, W soldier, that's a real friend. Oh he was like, he was like, nah, I'm, I'm call me off camera and stuff. I'm just making sure you're good. I'm like, damn, this nigga was ready to ride for this nigga. This because what real. Aiden was saying was they got into an argument. Playboy Cardi that, and Aiden Ross. They
3: were trying to take his jet, bro.
1: Yeah, so Playboy Cardi had a, a had a promise, got promised a jet by Aiden Ross, but it was coming out of Aiden Ross's pocket. Not kick. A jet back home to do the stream. Cause I would like to convince him, like, bro, stay, I got you a jet, like whatever you need. But then Aiden Ross was pissed off with the stream. So he said, like, nah, bro, I'm taking that jet back home. Like, that's that's my fucking jet. I paid for it. Like, I gotta go back home to Miami. He can't take my jet. No, I paid for the jet. No, 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 no. And the team was mad. They were arguing outside. It was like you know getting crazy. Aiden Ross fans got so crazy they doxed Aiden Ross's address. They put it online, and they doxed Aiden Ross's um no my bad they doxed Playboy Cardi's address and they doxed Playboy Cardi's sister's address because Playboy Cardi's sister was tweeting making fun of Aiden Ross fans, and I guess they doxed um his brother as well. It was crazy. What did Playboy Cardi say? Listen, this is the update. So now we have fast forward kick um the Eddie. The CEO of Kick, the owner of Kick, was texting Aiden Ross, and then he Aiden Ross kept apologizing to him, like "Bro, my bad." Like, because they wanted to get Playboy Cardi a thirty million dollar deal for Kick, mm-hmm. that was the plan. Yeah, which was never gonna happen. Why? The, why Playboy Cardi would never stream. Playboy Cardi, really, right now in the culture and in his career, the best part of Playboy Cardi is his aura and like mysteriousness. And, like, being like, oh, my God, I'm scary. You can... Oh, I'm not a... I'm not I'm not an average guy. There's no interviews with me. So, for him to do a kick deal streaming, what are we going to get? Him, like, in a dungeon just stabbing cows? Like, what are we going to get? In a, with, like, no lights? In a cage? <laughs> you always be a bunch of
4: naked bitches, nigga. That shit just,
1: would be horrible. And him just stabbing some meat. <laughs> $30 million? And then, and then I have a hot take, because when you look at the numbers, right, so... Let's say oh my Aiden Ross said that it wasn't the full $2 million. He still gave him money, but it wasn't the full $2 million. Is This Is
3: something about like half or
1: some shit? Maybe half, right? But nonetheless, the owner was texting him like, yo, bro, don't be mad. Don't, it's fine, bro. Like, this is going to go viral. This is marketing. It's fine. Because he knew. Bro, Today Kick is now the number one app downloaded amongst all video apps. It passed YouTube. It passed Twitch. It passed Instagram. Because of the hype with this. People are downloading Kick now more than ever before, breaking records. It's the Playboy Cardi effect. So, technically, this marketing was worth more than $2 million. It was yeah. well worth more than $2 million. Now, we have um, Playboy Cardi making a post. He posted like a screenshot of the live stream with uh, Aiden Ross. And to be honest, I think it was my live, my live stream post because during my live stream post, the shit was so dark that I heightened the brightness on my post. And if you look at Playboy Cardi's post, it was like with the height and brightness. I'm like, oh shit, you probably saw the video I posted and screenshot it. And then we had Aiden Ross comment down below, like a sad emoji. But then now, minutes before we walked in here, Aiden Ross posted an official update saying that there's going to be a second stream, that um, they're cool. And it was like a screenshot of a FaceTime between Playboy Cardi and Aiden Ross. So now... There's also rumors on his in his Discord. He said he told the fans that he's gonna get a phone call from Playboy Cardi on stream tonight, which we'll talk about next week if it happens. But it's crazy to sh- to see, right, how and then also 21 Savage, uh Aiden Ross called 21 Savage and was like, yo, I people saw that. people are not gonna be mad at you no more. And he's like, why, why? He's like, You're gonna find out. And he found out. He was like, Oh, the Cardi, you paid him two million dollars for six minutes of time? Like, bro, we gotta talk off camera. Like, what the hell? You know what I'm saying? Basically, saying, alluding to like he deserves to be paid, which I don't think so. Like, there's no sense of like 21 Savage. Let's say he, he gets paid. It's nowhere near $2 million. Playboy Cardi has so, such a crazy fan base and enigma type of energy that is deserving of the $2 million. It made proper sense. It's a business move. It's strategic, you know. So, when it comes to now, what is going to happen from this? I do think Cardi, look, knows that he looks like a dumbass you know more than ever before his own fan base was disappointing him because how the hell are you going to do this to Aiden Ross we have to listen it's also a reminder this is why fan bases are good and bad you cannot idolize these rappers Playboy Cardi seems very mysterious etc he's not a god he's not a god he's just an average awkward ass person (laughs) he makes some dope art but he's also a fucking weirdo. And he seemed to not have any respect for the situation. Which, ironically, during the stream, he had a quick moment when he talked to the mic. He was like, we got to have a good bond. He, he's like Michael Jackson, or prince. He's like, we got to have a good bond with the streamers. I respect Aiden Ross for the hospitality. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. But then it's like, you walk off, you do this awkward exchange, you have these argument outside. It's like... Who ha- Who's right here? Is Aiden Ross right for being upset? Is it fine because of the marketing and the impact this caused? What's your guys' take on this? Starting with Marlon, because he hates Cardi.
3: And I love that. Nah, I'm going to let Noel go first.
1: Oh, shit. Damn. I want him
3: to go first. Nah, soften him up, bro. Um,
4: okay. Pause. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was disgusting. Also, damn, nigga, I'm ugly or something? You don't get hard when you see me?
3: What do you mean? Uh, What? I don't know. What are you saying? I don't
4: know. So, number one is this. Playboy... um, No, okay, Aiden Ross. Aiden Ross is hilarious. And this is so on brand for Aiden Ross. And a lot of niggas don't understand this. Like, you'd have to know Aiden Ross for a while to know this. Aiden Ross got his laptop stolen by Blueface and Christian Rock. Mm -hmm. So, like... This is not surprising to me. Like, when I see this, I'm like, oh, yeah, like, this is exactly what happens to Aiden Ross. I don't know why he's acting shy. He gets bullied. He gets super bullied. Mm -hmm. Like, he's... That's why I've always found him corny, because he gets bullied, and then he plays victim, and it's like, bro, this is so whack. Like, just be a real-ass fucking nigga and tell these people to suck your dick. Like... Why are you still inviting them on? Why are you still trying to be cool with them? Like, you just mm-hmm. look weird. He's always been fake to me. I've never liked him as a personality. I've always liked Kai more <clears throat> because, like, Kai seems to be more upfront. He seems to be more honest. And Aiden is just like, he allows people to bully him and then try to be their friend. And I just find that whack. Um, when it comes to Playboy, though, I think what happened was Playboy Cardi's like, this is a, and with 21, he's like, yo, some white boy I'm gonna lick. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Like, I've seen that in my real life. Like, I've seen, when we went to classical, like, that happened a lot. We're like, I would bring my boys who went to other schools outside of classical, and they'll try to lick the white boys from classical. Or like,
1: like, the like white- on their face?
4: No, nigga, like, lick a-
1: <laughs> No, I'm just joking. <laughs> You're <They're> annoying, nigga. <laughs> yeah,
4: on their face, Rick. Um... <laughs> Type like, of orgy party is this? They try to lick the, the the classical niggas, the Moses Brown niggas, all the all the <laughs> yeah, yo, all of, the price, bro. Looking. They was bad, bro. Like a lot they of were really, nigga, Moses Brown. Bro. My boy try to sell a Moses Brown nigga fucking a for like a hundred dollars <laughs> in two thousand fourteen, bro, two thousand fifteen. So allegedly, so like, they were,
3: allegedly, they were paying though. They were uh, paying. They were paying, yeah. they were paying. He
4: got the money. They were easily <laughs> licked, bro. My bad. My bad. So that's why I'm like. Not shocked that they attempted to do it. It's a cultural thing. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what happens in the culture. When you see an easy lick, especially some dumb, rich white boy, you licking that nigga, bro. Up and down. Through and through. You go <laughs> straight up, bro. Mm-hmm. Stealing that nigga's pockets, running his shit, bro. All. The thing is, is that you're a fucking millionaire artist. You should be fucking licking niggas. What the fuck is wrong with you? You look fucking crazy. And that's what we talked about. Um, before I left your house on Sunday, me and Vic were talking about it. Like, bro, we're just
1: hanging out, guys. Never ha- not nah, having sex. No, 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 no.
4: Those, those are those bro, are Friday. I don't think n- nobody was fucking. Those are Friday like night activities. Though. Um, but this is my oh point. My God, and I think all of you would agree here. Like, once you reach a certain amount of wealth, you have to drop certain cultural norms. Yeah, licking white niggas, bro. Nah, you gotta kind of, ch- especially publicly on fucking stream, and you're a fucking multi million dollar mega artist or a super, su- superstar. You should not be licking white
3: niggas. It comes off as broke boy activity, bro.
4: Thank you. Yeah. And that's part of your brand is not being a broke boy. Playboy Car is supposed to be this edgy, artsy, wealthy rapper. Now he looks like a corny ass fucking weirdo. The same shit with 21. He's supposed to be this gangster money getter. Now you look like some broke-ass fucking robber. Bro, you have to be above some shit, bro. I get you grew up a certain way, but you have to, like, disassociate yourself from certain
1: things. Yeah, or don't agree to do it. Like, if you don't want to, like... If you guys don't really fuck with Aiden, don't agree to be on a stream. Exactly. Because Aiden started off blowing up from doing the gay jokes and, like, do like doing all, all this sus stuff and, like, mm. gay jokes, gay jokes, making people uncomfortable. A lot of people do not like that. I didn't like that. I, that was the worst part of, like, when Aiden was popping up. I'm like, this is, like... Cause it's too. It was. It came off awkward. Cause you could do a gay joke and it could be cute. Oh, oh, I get he that. He used to force it, but he would force Pause. it and it it'll come off cringe. you would be like, oh shit, what the hell's going on here?
4: With well, niggas know? that were obviously uncomfortable with the comments you were making. Exactly.
1: But Marlon, play with Cardi, go. Or twenty one, <laughs> or Cardi. I want to hear Cardi.
3: <laughs> What's good, guys? I know y'all been waiting for this. You know what I'm saying? Back again. Um, y'all can skip. It's so all good. They're not going to. Um They're writing jokes as you talk. I'm I'm waiting for them. I don't Noel be letting me know. I don't be reading the comments <laughs> and shit, so y'all can go off. I am still sleeping at night. Regardless though, first of all, I find this shit to be extremely random. Out of everyone, you just randomly play Bocardi. So like the fact that he chose him and the fact that we know supposedly there's an album coming out kind of comes off as planned to me. Mm, you know marketing. what I'm saying? Because it's like, play Cardi out of everyone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he never tw- had a prior tw- relationship with tw- tw- him 21. <laughs> he just dropped an album. Boom. He's making great points. 21 was just on Kaisen Natt's thing. You know what I'm saying? I feel like they bounced off of each other. You know, he had Krishan and Blueface. So did Kaisen You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So regardless. Um, yeah, to me that came off a, a, as a little weird. The, the same thing too is like, I get it why he's he you know he's heated and shit like that. Again, it, it was not his money, it was you know Kicks money. But the fact that they came down to these numbers and shit like that and were okay with getting just fucking fucked was outrageous. Regardless, what I'm trying to get at is, I'm assuming they did play Bocardi because of the fact that there's an album coming out. Second of all. But they know how fucking much you guys dick ride Playboy Cardi, so mm-hmm. it makes sense as to why they were gonna get so many fucking views and shit like that. So it was definitely well played out when it came to fucking you know getting attention on Kick. Third of all, we knew Playboy Cardi was gonna do some dumb shit like this. Yeah. Let's be honest. He he ignored fucking um again. He he, oh. he, he I guys, think he's gonna can, throw can up. You bring me like, one, bro. He ignored fucking Nardwar, you know what I'm saying? Someone yeah. that, an interview or whatever, would have been dope.
1: Yeah, he did He did do, yeah, Playboy Card did do Nardwar You know what I'm dirty.
3: saying? Did him dirty. He <laughs> did his did own
1: d- baby mama dirty.
3: Decided, decided to come to this because he's getting offered two million in a Ferrari. That Ferrari part is so fucking random. Again, it's coming off as broke boy activity yeah. energy. You know what I'm saying? They're going to say, oh, but you're broke. Yes, I'm
4: broke. hundred yeah, yeah, percent. Yeah. I'm
3: fucking broke. I'm not saying I'm fucking rich. I find it just very disgusting of him to do that shit. That yeah. shit, that shit's gross, bro. That shit, you 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 look like a fucking bum, and I already think you're one. You know what I'm saying? So like the fact that you did some dumb shit like that too, you're you're below the ground. Like that's just disgusting, bro. Yeah. It's so bad that you decided that you have to come back and do a of fa- a, a, a phone call or some shit like that. I apologize to give, to give back to your fucking fans. I guess you finally noticed that you almost had a half a million. No, half what? Yeah.
1: yeah. Half a million people. Half
3: a million fucking people watching you because now you're realizing how many people dick ride your shit. Yeah. So it's like, you got to do this shit for your fucking people now be smart about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I think people like, got to
1: people gotta realize there's obviously a slight possibility and chance. There's a slight chance <laughs> that your favorite artist is actually just a piece of shit in real life. That's, mm-hmm. that's a slight... Like, let's take a... That's a possible... We don't know these people in real life. No, most of them are. Most of them are. I think Drake's
4: a piece of shit. I think Kanye's a piece of shit. I
3: think a lot of these people are. Oh, for sure, of shit. for sure. Yeah, you know, Play playbook Carti's. I think oh, Playboi play uh, um, play um, up there too, bro. The biggest pile of shit. because <laughs> artists be I know are
1: pieces of shit. Because why not do this shit out of the love for free,
3: bro? A hundred percent. And if you're gonna
1: get paid two million dollars, nigga, you better go hard, bro. You like know, what the fuck? You know what
3: my issue with this, is, bro? He is so lackluster, bro. It's like he comes off of like he doesn't give a fuck about anything that he's doing. That that performance shit that he did with Travis Scott. <laughs> That shit was fucking horrible, bro. That shit was so bad. Bro, he came out of nowhere and 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 did two lines. <laughs> They're like two lines, bro. And that shit, motherfucker barely even moved. You couldn't even see him because he was wearing the, the mask, mask and shit like that. You can't
1: even hear him with the mask.
3: And and, and you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit, bro, I don't know. I, I don't understand why you guys idolize this motherfucker, bro. I really don't. It's that minimal minimalistic, minimalistic, up, minimalistic up, like,
1: up. my presence is enough. When it's like, in reality, no, man.
3: Bro... Bro, I can't tell you right now, this motherfucker... This room could be full. He could walk in. I wouldn't even know it's him. One. Two, I wouldn't even give a fuck if it was him. And three, I, I probably would leave. I'm like, yo, this motherfucker got some weird-ass fucking energy. I'm out this bitch. You know what I'm saying?
1: You know, yeah. Fuck that shit, I think the best bro. artists of all time have to be thought-provoking, compelling. Have to have some sense of a backbone.
3: Bro, show us that you want to be doing this This shit. man
1: just seems to be just Enigma, like... Like he's just like I don't know Like He has so much potential And like he just Like just depends On that potential But then he does shit Like this Where like Niggas realize Oh shit Fuck your potential You might just be A fucking weird ass nigga So let
4: me me present a counter To both of you Going off of what he just said This is perfect If we argue That this was a rollout strategy And a promotional strategy For 21 It's very on brand What's going on Kaysanet did it for Nikki. Yeah. And he did it for Offset. Uh-huh. Promoted Offset's album, rolled out Nicki's. So let me ask both of you. Are people like Aiden Ross and Kyson not becoming the new media? So artists are going to them versus Breakfast Club, Sway, yes. Angie. They're going to them. Now, this is my issue. And this is something Elliot Wilson was trying to get at, but because he's old and bitter, he wasn't able to say it properly. The way you guys feel about Playboy right now do you feel that way because he's actually that type of person, or is it because Aiden Ross sucks at being what he is trying to do, which is a journalist, mm-hmm. a, a, a rap journalist, media journalist? And because he sucks so bad, he couldn't get that conversation out of Playboy.
1: I think it's both because I thought that when I was watching, I'm like, if I was, if it was me, right when he walked in, yeah, you're a journalist. I'm, Speak on this. I'm dapping him up. I'm like, how, how's it going, Cardi? Like, addressing him properly. Like, giving him the energy back. But when you watch, Aiden was very awkward. And, that's and the whole time when though, he was waiting, he was off. nervous the whole time. I was watching the whole shit, He was so nervous. He
3: was, bro, he was waiting for six hours for him to show he up. He was
1: nervous as fuck, bro. He was nervous. I was watching that shit, and he was so nervous. And everyone's commenting. But
3: that, that's him, though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's it's, like, it's like, I get it, but
1: he has to realize, like, money's not... Everything. And, and then like, when, niggas and then, will just, just take fair. your money and 100%. dip out. you gotta be prepared. And then when
3: he does act like he's like, you know, he comes off as fanboyish. So like he never wins.
4: Because this is my point. Like, I can't imagine someone like Vic going about that interview like that. Because Hell no. where to a point where Playboy is saying that he feels uncomfortable, like the vibes are off. I bet he did. Playboy Aiden is acting like that. Bro,
3: first of all, right? How how is Playboy Cardi one feeling uncomfortable? he could feel awkward because he has an awkward, awkward fucking white boy across from him, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, like, how are you feeling uncomfortable? You're the one pulling up with, a, with fucking people and shit like that when it's just him, maybe another person with him in there. Nah, but when that vibe's are off, bro, are you going to fe- You're going to feel awkward, bro.
4: I'm at your crib, bro. I'm not even at a studio. That's not his crib. It Well, whatever the fuck they were. Whatever <laughs> this case, nigga. This is not his house. This is not even a studio. It's just some random house.
3: But this is the thing, right? Like, this we have to shit, have a real conversation this about people. This just either coming off as, like, he doesn't know who the fuck Aiden Ross is. Yeah. One. Or he don't or, fuck with the nigga. Or he doesn't fuck with the guy.
4: And that's my... Because, Vic, as So, at this point,
3: it comes off as just money hungry. That's embarrassing. For me, it comes off as Aiden Ross is not a journalist. I'm not going to lie to you. It's not like like any of us wouldn't take that deal. I know I would. What deal? What deal? Like, oh, Two million in a Ferrari? I'm sure not, bro. Of course, but you do. Is that audio supposed to be playing? No,
1: right? No, I I muted it actually because I thought about the music. I don't want to get copyrighted. But look at the interaction Aiden Ross sipping his energy drink in a double cup.
4: No, look at this, bro. This is bad. Very awkward. This isn't journalism. This is like you went to a party where there's no bitches and now you want to
1: leave. And it's like, it's cool, like the fact that he got him there at all. That's Cardi, bro. (laughs) It's like, yo, it's Cardi. He's here. You know, fucking, um... It's like, well, anything. Like, he says he wants to try to get, um, Frank Ocean. Like, these oh, enigma no. these enigma artists that... Their presence alone, et cetera. But then, man, especially Cardi, a bag is one thing. But, like, bro, if you really want to live up to this aura shit, why are you even doing this? Yeah. Like, don't do... Don't go to this. Yeah. Like, you need two million that bad, nigga? That's
3: what I'm saying. Like, I thought you could get money other ways. That's what I'm saying. This is... I'm sorry, Aiden Ross looks like a nasty, nasty, <laughs> nasty culture vulture.
4: It reeks. of bro, you going you gonna tell me,
3: bro? You gonna tell me you sip that much, bro? Bro, he's. I think he sipped the whole thing. Look, but again. the thing is,
1: Aiden Ross is like in a position, especially with kick, where like he can. He's the only one that could do these type of things. Yes. What I would do if I'm him is bring in other people.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like,
1: yo, Kai, come with me today. Like, I'm gonna bring Playboy Cardi. Come with me today. Like, bring someone that is just genuinely you know, of the culture, more, like, like, actually just, like, has organic energy, maybe less makes him less tense, a Kaysenet would help him with that, you know, or maybe bring someone else, like a younger, another new streamer to help him out, you know. But then he just did his solo. Might have been a last-minute situation. You know, they got the kick bag. But it's just very awkward exchange. It's a very awkward exchange. Because for me, bro,
4: and I know this is going to get me fucking torched in the comments. This nigga, Aiden Ross, gives me Vlad TV vibes. <laughs> I'm sorry. He gives me... He will get you to rat on camera vibes. <laughs> Kaisen now, on the other hand, if he actually took this shit serious, would be a great journalist. Because he he actually understands the culture. The fuck does... Look at this nigga, bro. Look, you, you, how, you, you yo, you look know, how awkward you this nigga know, you looks, know, bro. You
3: want to know what this comes off as? Rich white boy, I got my daddy's money get him to bring an artist that I like into my party type literally. shit yeah.
4: literally to be here for like 30 minutes for the yeah clout. Aiden gotta cut it out he for gotta just clout. he gotta just do
1: shit with niggas that fucked that with him that shit
3: comes off as clout it doesn't From I didn't watch it obviously but like yeah you could've been trying to force questions out of him this this and that blah 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 you know what I'm saying comes out very cultural true. it doesn't like, come off like authentic
1: It's a, I think it's a huge double-edged sword it's dope that you know, oh Cardi's presence you get the moment man, but man. then at the same time like bro no. This is just like a whole horrible exchange on both ends, you know. Now the only way that this can be saved if is if it, it's if part two is actually worth it at all, like it's a real authentic conversation. Is that tonight? Well, that's a phone call. I don't think it's part two. Part two is gonna be that because I think he's back in Miami, so it's just a phone call. But then part two is gonna be in person eventually. So. If Cardi is like honest and like vulnerable and like apologetic and like, yo, my bad, and like on camera, opening up, giving a good interview, then it'll be worth it. But then is nah. the aura gone? Like this whole aura and aesthetic of like, you know, oh my God, I'm mysterious. If I if I was it eating, might be gone.
3: If I was Aiden, I wouldn't even let that shit happen again. Yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't meet with
4: him. If I'm Playboy, I, I get what Vic is saying and I get why Vic is trying to get him. it.
3: Playboy can't
4: do this interview. He came and do the phone call. Because you are going to lose, you're right, you're going to lose that that mysterious aura. It's true. Like that underground niggas don't really know what you're on. My bad. And because we've never seen Playboy backtrack. Playboy got called out for playing PS4 while his BM was in labor. And he never spoke on it. But he wants to speak on Aiden Ross
3: and
1: how he finessed. It's crazy.
3: Come on, bro. What are we talking about? The thing is that, that shit happened live, though. You know what I'm saying? That's cool, but your BM is accusing
4: you of playing PS4 while your son's being born, <laughs> and you said nothing. We get, but it. you choose to speak on Aiden Ross. Hey man,
3: listen. I, like, okay, can we can we argue that Aiden Ross got a bigger impact than fucking Iggy Azalea? Yeah, yeah. He
1: said that Iggy Azalea is gonna be joining him on a stream. Oh man, but I don't know if he was trolling to just go at Cardi.
4: Vlad TV shit, bro. Yeah, this is Vlad TV shit.
3: She better throw that shit back.
1: But I hopefully, uh, whoa, God bless. I hope uh, I hope that Aiden, you know, gets more of a understanding and takes Kai Sinet's advice and actually goes the authentic route because I think he has a lot of potential. Obviously, he's in a great position, so why can't he go hard? Just not this way, Cardi. I hope your album is amazing because if not, your career is in jeopardy because the the curtain is being pulled back and revealed and showing how fucking weird you guys actually really are. And how disrespectful you guys can come off. It's not okay. Just just be awkward. Hide for years. Like Frank Ocean if you're going to hide. But don't come out and then do shit like this. Because it, it looks horrible. Moving on. G Herbo was on camera crying during an interview stream. Talking about his little brother Greg. For those who don't recall. In 2021. Gregory. Also known as Little Greg. Unexpectedly passed away. Passed away. This was in January of 2021. From a shooting at a local barbershop. When he was shot in the face, this was G Herbo's brother, and G Herbo has getting emotional talking about it, saying he misses his little brother, saying nothing will be the same.
5: It'll feel like it's my fault because I can't live life. Let's speak up a little nothing bit. nothing I do. If I get a Grammy, an Oscar, I must think about my little brother, gang. I ain't gonna lie to you. you know what I'm saying, my life can't be complete without him. I ain't gonna lie to you. It don't feel complete. It's never gonna feel complete without him. That's the truth. <laughs> I ain't going to never be able to feel complete without him, man. I ain't going to lie to you, Bob. That shit just don't make sense to me It don't add up. And I've been through a lot of shit, way too much. It still ain't making sense to me. Why he not here? Me neither, man. Me neither. And I just be wishing, like, I don't know, to stop somehow, but I don't know how to. 'Cause I understand the game from nah, you, gotta you, you gotta understand life. You gotta go it. with the punches a- and give it so it's like the same way that I feel like this, it's a million other people that feel like this. yes. That's my point. So I can't take that's it personally. Point. And that's, that's the me. point you feel like it's my fault because-
1: Listen, it's crazy, right? So the irony of this situation, unfortunately, is condolences to his brother. For sure. And very, very vulnerable um circumstance. I love seeing this. I love seeing G Herbal do this. I thought he was in jail. I think he's uh, he has to go, but he hasn't gone yet. I think it's going to happen, like he's going to be sentenced in a couple months, something like that, Um, but and I think this might actually be maybe even older, and it's resurfacing, because he has new teeth, and this, that doesn't look like his new teeth, so I could be wrong there, but G Herbo has rapped always about, you know, the streets, and he uh, recently he's gotten more introspective, he has a lot of deep songs, but there's been obviously moments, especially in his early of his career... He comes from the Chicago drill scene where the op rap, right? And the concept of killing your oppositions and when one person kills one of your people, you got to kill one of their people back as a sense of revenge, right? So it's very, it's, very um, it's crazy where you see the reality, right? This is the reality. He's being vulnerable. This is how a lot of these street rappers and a lot of people just in the streets in general feel, but they are so traumatized and so caught up in their own mind that they, they don't even cry. They're scared to cry. They think crying is uh, is not for men. And they hold their emotions in and they're scared to admit this. And they rather just smoke it off, smoke thousand pounds of weed a day to try to keep the pain away when in reality you're hurting, right? And then they also a lot of times will take it to the, to the furthest extent of getting revenge to try to fulfill and fill that hole that they have in their in their fucking in their soul what's the revenge you're just gonna give the other person's family the same feeling that you've given that you've gotten yourself unfortunately so it's the cycle that never ends is extremely unfortunate now it's up to I would say people in a position of a G Herbo and of a bigger stature like that where they're famous and they've gone through the shit and now they have a fan base where they can put the message out to stop said cycle. You know, because it is a cycle of life as far as survival, you know, survival's um, remorse and like people will always die. But to glorify this, it 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 should never be glorified because of the fact, like how he said, you know, there's millions of other people feeling this way it's horrible you wouldn't wish wish this upon anybody i wouldn't wish this upon anybody but there's a lot of people that walk around thinking you know now nah, you killed one of mine i'm killing one of yours but when you do that the cycle continues death 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 trauma 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 it never ends so this is this was this was amazing this was a powerful moment to see on camera um you know I wish we got this with G Herbo with um, Little Dirk when Gillian Walla was talking Little Dirk. I wish we would have got a moment like this, but it's rare to see a street rapper, gangster rapper, drill rapper from Chicago on camera crying like this. So commend, uh, you know, I commend G Herbo, man. This was powerful. You know, what are your thoughts, Noel?
4: I think when it comes to the cycle stuff. Um Especially because some of the conversations I've had with my friends about this, it's very difficult. I I've learned to never judge people who are in this life, because you just don't know why. Um, I only judge the ones who like try to force themselves in it, because like you 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 had other options, you chose to be here. But like when you're just born, you're raised around it, your family's in it, your boys are in it, so now you're in it. Um, I feel for them because. Once you lose one person, it's like, it's a cycle, like you said. And for you to say, oh, well, don't enact the revenge as a civilian, it's like, nigga, who the fuck are you? Like, to tell me and what not and what not, like, to do and what not to do. Like, you don't live this shit, you're not on this shit. Like, I get that. I get where you're coming from. Like, I wouldn't, if I'm in that situation, I'd be, I'd have the same mindset. Like, who are you to tell me about a life that I'm experiencing? Now, if you're experiencing a similar life as me, I'd, I'd understand where you're coming from. And I think that's why Wallow's so important, because, you know, he he killed someone, I think it was, right? That's why he went to jail. Yeah. So, and, you know, he's been in this shit for a while, you know. he There's videos of Nipsey, like, preaching 10 years back while I was in him, I think, if I'm correct, or it's Gilly, I can't remember. And, like, these these are people that are have been in this culture, living this life. Um, so I feel like they have the ability to give insight and feedback, and, like, they can res- resonate with these people. Um, I think the biggest issue is, though, like, I feel like a lot of people want them to like they want they i feel like a lot of people are quick to say you know stop the cycle stop the cycle stop the cycle i think that's so unfair to ask of somebody because let's say we were all in a gang right now and somebody killed marloon who the fuck is anyone to tell me or vic not to get our get back
3: like that, just uh, no. I don't have to be in a gang. Some shit like that happens. That's the first thing coming to my mind.
4: But beyond exactly, like
3: that, even with friendship, that's a and I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll lay that shit out right now. And
4: that's what I'm saying. Like if, if someone's to, to come, kill, come, come,
3: I, that's happening. I don't give a fuck what it is. I, I
4: just use that as a game. But obviously, like we have our own moral views. I agree. Like if someone's to kill, mm-hmm. you guys are like one of my boys out of here that I, I love dear to hear my heart. Like the people I consider my brothers. That's happening. Then it's happening. It's I'm happening. I'm getting my get back. I'm it's getting, happening. I'm getting my. I'm crashing out. It's the, happening. The meds are in the trash. We're crashing out. It's happening. But. My thing is, no one has the right to tell me, yo, like, look at it this way. Like, no, suck dick. This didn't happen to you. Suck dick. I don't care. Yeah. And I think that's where your point comes in. It has to be the people who made it out, the people who survived, the OGs, yeah. you know, the Wallows, the Jay-Zs. Jay-Z don't talk about this shit no more. And that's, that I, hate, I hate him for that. I hate him for that every day of my life. He has to start talking about it, and that's that's the thing missing in his legacy.
1: I mean, he's talked about it enough. <laughs> Niggas buy my old that. shit, talk, buy my old albums. That's cool. I don't respect that. Not with... Niggas don't... I mean, the young niggas don't listen to Jay-Z, bro.
4: That's cool, but you're not going to tell me with the state that New York is in, especially the music scene, and you're not going to say this out of anybody because the, the way you emphasize the importance of artists, especially glorified artists, Jay-Z speaking on these issues, making, trying to publicly make change around gun violence and gun laws that wouldn't make an impact in new york city there's no way there's no way you believe that what do you mean like if jay-z came out today and did what mad active on gun violence reducing crime in new york city changing the culture changing the music scene around drill music oh so I, i thought you meant like
1: musically no i mean like act activist shit i think he is right now i'm not sure I'm just saying... Because it always, it always gets revealed that he's doing some shit behind the scenes. That's what kind of
4: frustration is the behind the scenes shit because obviously Jay-Z has like that low-key ambiance.
1: Because every every year I feel like we find out one new thing. Oh shit, Jay-Z did this for prison reform. Oh shit, Jay-Z did this you know, every year. Oh, he did this for Uzi's career. My oh, thing is, Meg's career. What if
4: it was more vocal, more active, more in the public, specifically in New York City? I don't think the drill scene would be where it is. That's my opinion. Like That's really what I think. It could maybe, yeah. I think the same thing with Kanye in Chicago. I think Chicago would have took a very different route if if Kanye's life took a very different route. Donda doesn't die. I think Chicago's a very different situation.
1: I think uh, Kanye's trying, right, with the free Larry Hoover shit, you know, and, like, he feels like we need Larry Hoover out on the streets to help and reform the actual gangs, especially the ones that he created. But... I don't think that's... That guy's never going to be freed. realistically, right now. It doesn't seem that way, so... Because imagine if Donda didn't die...
4: And Kanye and Donda were still having their foundation in Chicago. Yeah. I don't think
1: the drill scene takes the route it does. Very interesting, man. Comment below, how do you guys feel? Um, Moving on to someone who's very introspective and an amazing and impactful in culture, signed to Jay-Z, is J. Cole. J. Cole has officially updated everyone with his album. So J. Cole and Drake have started their tour, a continuation of the tour that Drake went on last year, but this year he's done it. And... J Cole said on stage, he's almost done with his next album, The Fall Off, and they also previewed merch that said The Fall Off Era. It's a whole era that he's in right now. And Drake said on at the actual concert that he heard this album already, and he said it's a classic. It's a classic uh, album. Drake said it's I a classic album, it,
3: right? Because it's Drake. But then we heard the same shit coming from fucking. Uh, was uh, Lil Yachty with fucking Drake's, and it was bullshit.
4: I'm tired of y'all using that fucking word to describe the music Yeah, the you classic.
1: Here. But if there's anyone that can drop a classic, it's J. J Cole. It's J Cole. That's a fact. Because his last album was amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if that's any signs of what's more to come, and he's only getting better, then we shall see that. Look at the merch right here, the fall-off era. But remember when he posted this, and it said...
4: We're missing It's a Boy. We're
1: missing It's a Boy. But some people are saying It's a Boy. Is this tour with Drake. Drake the boy. You know? And there was also rumors of him having a kid.
3: Supposedly he, he had, had a second son. child, right? He had a yeah.
1: son. Or it could be an EP. No, he actually mixtape, did have a son. Mixtape with the boy, Drake. They are on tour right now. They could drop something in between. I would love that. You and know? It to, might be the kid. You know? I don't know. But what do you guys think? Comment down below. The J. Cole update. Official J. Cole update. Um the fall off this was supposed to be his retirement album but he did say he doesn't want to retire no more so does this have any value at all i don't know this is um i think yeah. he's only kind of getting better i don't think he needs to fucking retire right now everyone has those moments though all these rappers have always said they're gonna retire but do they end up really retiring joe budden did yeah yeah but that's but he, the only one yeah he's the only one that's done it so far
4: that's fine i think joe budden has dropped more relax bro <laughs> Joe Budden was a good rapper. Marlowe's hilarious. He's such Marlo's a hater. is fine. He's such a hater. <laughs> and Joe Budden probably dropped more music than any of the niggas who've ever said that they've retired. Yep. So. Speaking
1: of Joes, That's okay. uh, the other Joe, Joe Rogan. Breaking news. Major, major news in podcast culture, right? Joe Rogan has inked a brand new deal with Spotify. Joe Rogan, who for those who didn't know, Joe Rogan signed allegedly a quarter billion dollar deal with spotify in 2020 that has now expired and ended four years with spotify you were only able to listen to joe rogan and find joe rogan's full podcast episodes on spotify now there's a multi-year deal again with spotify allegedly rumored to be valued at 200 million dollars again but you're no longer a spotify what was not last year the the Four year deal
3: because you, you said quarter billion, so this quarter is billion, 200. Yeah,
1: 200, yeah, 200 million dollars. Uh, but no, they're quarter, saying
3: quarter billion is 250,
1: yeah, 250 million dollars.
3: You said this one's 200,
1: yeah, but it's like estimated, oh, so okay, okay, okay. it probably ah, is ah, the same okay. shit again. Ah, ah. It's probably quarter billion again. Um, because that's what happened last time. People were like, no, it's actually 500 million. Even him on his podcast, he never confirmed the number. People were like, no, it's got to be 300 million. So people are just kept always saying a quarter billion. Why they watching And when it comes to the Joe Rogan podcast, right, for those who don't know, don't remember or recall his stats, 11 million people, including myself, listen to Joe Rogan's podcast every single week. So you have to go to Spotify to listen to it. Now is no longer going to be a Spotify exclusive. You're going to be able to find the Joe Rogan podcast back on YouTube, back on Apple Podcasts, but it's still going to remain on Spotify. Now, how does this benefit Spotify at all? Why are they giving him a bag? But supposedly they're saying it's going to be a multi-year deal because of the fact that they're going to be able to get ad revenue. They're going to get ad revenue. They're going to run ads. They're going to run actual Spotify ads with Joe Rogan. So it's going to be a Spotify podcast that's going to be available everywhere else. So it's basically...
3: Like a sponsorship?
1: It's basically the the best deal Joe Rogan's ever done in his life because a lot of people were saying they don't listen to Joe Rogan anymore because it's only on Spotify. But he was able to successfully move his fan base to another platform. Not many creators in the world can do that. That's, some of the t- that's one of the toughest things you can do in this world. A lot of people fail at that. It's hard. Especially to fully relocate them. So, Joe Rogan did this success- uh, successfully. And now we have him doing this deal with Spotify again. Spotify, in my opinion, I think Joe Rogan told Spotify, Hey, I'm going to leave this fucking app completely. And just go everywhere else. I'm not even going to upload on here. Unless you guys want to give me another deal. Because at the same time, think about it. If Joe Rogan left Spotify, that's 11 million people leaving Spotify a week or a month. Whatever the fuck it was. That's, let's say a month. That's 50 million people a month leaving the whole app. They don't want that to happen. So now, what is going to happen here? Are they going to, you know, let him do the whole, the whole thing properly? Roll out everywhere? Is it going to be a, you know, one week delay on the episodes? Is Joe Rogan also going to be as frequent now as he's been on Spotify? Spotify has been dropping an episode seems like every damn day of the week. Um, so, I don't know. There's a quote right here where it says, I only have people on the show that I'm genuinely interested in talking to. Joe Rogan said, I never do a podcast just because of a person is popular. I've always, I'm always coming from a place. that I think that it would be cool to talk to this person to keep it organic. Um... And, yeah, and this is a thing because a lot of people thought that Spotify would help him pick, like, oh, connect him with bigger people, like, blah, blah. It's Joe Rogan, bro. He can have anyone he wants on, and he tends to be very specific with this. And also, he got closer with the Spotify CEO, Daniel Ek, and the whole platform last year when he was being canceled for resurfaced uh, videos of him saying the N-word and also his just take on the coronavirus and people taking the vaccine. People wanted Joe Rogan to be dropped from Spotify. Spotify said, no, he's our guy. We're going to keep supporting him. And Joe Rogan was very happy about this. And now it seems like they're back on with Joe Rogan again. Spotify, you got I think it's a genius move. How can they afford it? I think probably just through the ads. When you listen to Joe Rogan, bro, at least like five or six ads play. It's crazy. You can skip through them. But it's like, yo, yeah, I'm like, damn, they, they, these guys are really making that money from the ad revenue coming on here. They literally, Spotify literally created the video feature. You wouldn't be able to watch video features before Joe Rogan went. Joe Rogan made them create a video feature. Now you can watch video podcasts, including ours, on Spotify. Once you go and listen to it, it actually plays the video option as well. So it, 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 it's crazy, you know, I'm it's, it's exciting to see how now... Joe Rogan is going to affect the market shares and podcasts because he's not charting an Apple podcast on YouTube. He's not charting. His numbers have been down. They're probably going to go back up, skyrocket like a motherfucker. You know, he would live stream on YouTube. He's probably going to bring that back, which is exciting because that's going to be cool to see his live streams on YouTube again consistently, you know. Cat Williams is rumored to be on this year. If Cat Williams has Joe Rogan, if Joe Rogan has Cat Williams on, that's going to be one of the biggest podcasts in history. With the new deal, we're probably going to get that on YouTube. You know, we're probably going to get a lot of dope people that maybe Joe Rogan was kind of maybe holding out Mm -hmm. to not give fully to Spotify. Like, oh, you guys are not going to get my gems or whatever the fuck. And now we can go fucking hard for real. But it's exciting to see. You know, I was shocked. I'm like, fuck, this much money? But I'm not going to lie to you. I think Joe Rogan's definitely worth it. I think he's 100% worth it. He's not slowing down. He literally moved to Austin. He built a comedy club. So all the comedians fucking either have moved to Austin or they stop by Austin all the time so he has access to all of them. And it's like a tourist, like it's the hottest tourist spot. Yeah. You know, like they they just going to be on his podcast at all fucking times. So I, I think it's a, a strategy that is it's pretty cool But Will it fail? You know, Spotify has canceled a lot of podcasts. Obama's podcast. A lot of podcasts, a lot of major podcasts have been canceled. I think the, what's that girl's name? She's from the royal family. Meghan Markle. But what's her Meghan role? Meghan Markle. Is she's like a um, princess?
4: No, she's married to um, Prince Harry. Married to the
1: prince. I guess that makes her a princess. Not huh? anymore. Not yet. Not anymore. That's no, not sure. they
4: they, uh, they were relinquished their, their pr- He relinquished his princedom his, yeah. his, uh, his heir to the crown. Yeah. That's why he came to the States and he was on Oprah.
1: Yeah, that's true. That's true. Oh, speaking of that, also uh, condolences to King King Charles III Third today, at, right? He has cancer. He has cancer. They were uh, examining his prostate. I don't think it's prostate cancer. They're saying it's just cancer in general. Seventy five years old, I mm-hmm. believe. Uh, King Charles III, Third, which would be won't what? Would Prince Harry's what? It'd be the son. The th- the Prince Harry's son. I mean, no. Prince Harry's dad. It would be. Uh, I don't understand these this the royal family shit.
4: So if I remember the line correctly, because this was the thing, there was a whole debate about this, and I want to get back to the um the the, the Spotify thing because I I have a question. Um, but when it comes to the the line the the royal line, there was beef, because the guy right now wanted to be king, so he'd been plotting on the it's old. he has gotta king. die. Yeah, the, the queen old, died right. Yeah, the queen. No, the husband died first, and then the queen died. So He was plotting on both of them dying. They finally died. I think so. This is uh, from what I understand, this is Prince Harry's dad's brother. Prince Harry's dad, I think, is dead, or he's alive. If he's alive, then he'd be next.
1: Shout out to the UK people listening, man. Them.
4: Yeah. If you correct us in the comments, I think after the <laughs> after that after that's a father comes um, the one that is the one that's in Epstein Island list, the weirdo, the ball headed dude, Prince Henry's
1: brother. See, I'm, I'm clueless because I thought that was that guy today. No, 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 no. So
4: Prince Henry's brother is the Epstein Island dude. He's third in line. Then comes Prince Henry, and he's already out of it. He already relinquished it. That was what the whole beef was about, that if something yeah. was to happen, the Queen of England would be black, and there was a whole issue with that, and they faced mad racism because of that, but... Fuck him! Fuck all of them! Yeah, fuck them all. Yeah. Go
1: go to Joe Rogan. What's your thoughts on the Joe Rogan po- uh, Spotify podcast deal? To uh, two hundred million dollars, quarter million.
4: So this is my this my question because when we talked about, it, I kept thinking about. it. I'm like, what the fuck does Spotify mean at their own ads? So I would have to assume they're gonna prop ads on his video. Awesome. Like, let's say we're talking. There's a cut here after this topic, and it's gonna be an ad. Let's say we do it. I think that's what they're gonna do. But it's gonna be an ad that Spotify is making money off of. Yeah, it's embedded in the video. Yeah. So when he puts it on Apple and he puts it on YouTube and he puts it on any other streaming service, that's that ad can never be skipped. Like you could you keep, it can't be removed because it's part of the original audio that he's form, he's like uploading. Yeah. So Spotify is still making money. Yeah. Because the way I'm looking at it is you're not gonna you're not gonna work with any of these corporations. They're gonna all tell you to kick rocks. You're not gonna share their ad revenue. That's not how that works. Yeah. You so for them to make money off ad revenue that's beyond Spotify and for it to make sense, they would have to um embed their own ads. So my question is, and this is where it's gonna get real interesting, this is where this is where people are playing chess. Does that also mean he gets to embed Apple podcast ads onto his ads, onto his videos? So that means you're getting doubled down another ad that he'd be profiting from? Probably not. I think he could. I think he just won't because that'd be aggressive. But think about it because if it's embedded in the audio, so that means it's independent from Apple Music. It's already coming in when he uploads it. Obviously, like you told me, Apple yeah. Music allows you to put in an ad. If he was to do that, he'd be profiting off that ad because it wouldn't be Spotify's money; it'd be his. Unless he has a deal with Spotify where he's saying, "I will give you my Apple Music ad money," which I don't think he'd do.
1: Yeah, it's very interesting. I don't know. I, I'm I'm excited to see how the fuck this is gonna play out because this is rare where you see someone do like a non-exclusive, fucking yeah, deal because when no ad- that's valued at the same. Or close to the amount that you got paid for your exclusive deal, Cause Vic, but it's because it was so so successful. That's yeah. what the fuck it was too, but damn. Vic, this deal makes no sense
4: because how does he profit off of putting anything on Apple Music or
1: YouTube if he can't put ads Maybe on? Maybe if it's like, um, this is a Spotify podcast, the Spotify podcast presented by Spotify, the Joe Rogan experience. That's probably what it's going to be. That's all. That, like like cheerleading. He's cheerleading Spotify, for Spotify, which is cool, but who cares?
4: Why does that matter? That doesn't get people to Spotify.
1: That's my point. Like, so that's what I'm thinking. It has to be maybe like you're going to get Spotify episodes first. It's going to be something. It's going to be an incentive.
4: That's what I'm saying. And I, when you're saying that, I thought about it. I'm like, maybe that's what it is. They're doing like this will drop this week here first. But you're saying he's dropping episodes every day. So are they going to
1: delay? Yeah, it right now date? he's dropping every day. So Damn near. Bro, this is what I'm saying. Sporadic.
4: Like, the only way this makes sense is, is the ad is going to be embedded in the audio. Yeah and it's gonna be moved to other platforms, which is fucking genius for Spotify. That is the smartest thing I've ever heard in my life because we're talking about an already existing ad from a completely different platform Mm -hmm. being platformed on someone else's platform and you're making money and that company isn't using the people that are using their services. I could already imagine the massive lawsuit that Apple's gonna try to hit Spotify with. Now, this is my question if that's not the case. And Joe Rogan's actually splitting his ad revenue money
1: with Spotify. How legal is that in Apple's mind? Sounds like a monopoly. Or maybe not. I just like using, using that word. <laughs> but it sounds illegal. It, it sounds weird. Yeah, we're going to see how this rolls out. It's going to be interesting to see. We're going to keep keep an eye on it. Um, Google Podcast is, die- is dead. Uh, uh, Stitcher is dead. A lot of the podcast audio platforms are dying, merging. So Joe Rogan is carrying the ship. So whenever he moves, shit moves. So we gotta pay attention to this. We'll keep you guys updated. Speaking of contract situations, shout out to TikTok. Shout out to our TikTokers. Uh, you know we're big on TikTok. But thankfully this might not affect us unless, unless you know certain posts. we Obviously we don't really don't know. Put don't do no posts like this. But I already got some texts from people who are on TikTok. Shout out to Tropicana Danny. A lot of people who just rely on just music. On TikTok, this is affecting them. Right now, Universal Music Group and TikTok are at war. There's a major issue happening, I think, bigger than people realize. Um, if you notice, you watch TikTok right now. Shout out to Drew Walls, a big creator on TikTok. All his videos are muted because he had Drake. They were supposed to enter renegotiations. For months, they've been going back and forth about it. Universal Music Group and TikTok about the splits, the rights, et cetera, Right. But there was a disagreement amongst the AI, the deep fake videos and what qualifies as music and what's actually a part of the record label music and not to the point that they have called it off and they're no longer working together. Now you have a bunch of creators right now suffering because they just genuinely relied on universal music group artists. You know, universal music group is the biggest record label in the industry so artists like a Taylor Swift, Drake, Ice Spice, etc. Post Malone, The Weeknd, Bad Bunny, Lana Del Rey are going to be the ones affecting, being affected with copyright infringement on this app. There's a major, major news story that's happened over the past couple days and it's gotten serious to the point that literally TikTok dissed Universal Music Group. They said it's sad and disappointing that Universal Music Group has put their own greed above the interest of artists. That's facts. They said uh, TikTok has been able to reach artists first agreements with every other label and publisher. Publisher. Clearly Universal's self-serving actions are not in the best interest of artists, songwriters and fans. Shots thrown. So they are literally beefing. That's when facts. when a record when a when a company major company calls out another major company, like this, calls them self-serving, uh, selfish, greedy. There's no sense of, we're
3: cool. This is almost like street beef. Like like they're talking yeah. as if they're yeah. human yeah. to human.
1: Bro. When major companies yeah. are talking like this to each other, there's no reconciliation. We,
3: we know firsthand that UMG is, is fucking money hungry. Oh yeah,
1: a bunch of our videos have been blocked by UMG. Um, our actual Instagram was suspended and our Twitter account was suspended.
3: Because w- of them.
1: Because of UMG, because of Drake. Are you serious? Because yes. of Drake. Yes. Yes. Um. So it's a love hate relationship where we loved your artists, we love your music. Yeah, but the company but can eat up. The cock, company bro. is extremely controlling of copyright infringement. They're the worst with copyright infringement on YouTube. They block bro, accounts. They suspend they're, accounts they're, all they're, the fucking time.
3: They're the the Hitler of music, bro.
1: Literally. Because it's Lucien Grange. Lucien Grange is behind UMG. Lucien Grange is the one that Drake raps about. He's like the godfather behind the music industry. He runs UMG. And then uh, Lucien Grange's son, Elliot Grange, is the young one who started 10K Projects, etc. And basically was the man behind XX uh Juice World, Trippy Red. All these young acts, you know. This is a darker situation than people realize. And TikTok was already going through situations where it's being banned, not being banned. Is it going to be banned? Is the app not going to be around no more? This is crazy.
3: Can I ask you this, though? Can creators post videos? Obviously, it was easier for them to just use the music on the app. Yeah. Can they just play the music in the background?
1: Probably not. Probably it, not.
3: Will still get muted.
1: What people have been doing, like Drew Walls, is they've been playing bootlegs. So like he started posting again with like bootleg versions, where it's the Drake song, but it doesn't say Drake. Blah blah blah. blah. It doesn't say that. That's right.
3: Says work. it was uploaded by another account. Some another account. Yeah. But that's not gonna work for that long know. either. The AI, they, UMG has an AI, bro. The yeah, AI UMG's but, UMG's but, gonna detect that and it, take that shit down but too. But if they're not working together, then how do they have control over that?
4: You're, the AI can still track it. So what happens is the AI will just run it through. Will run certain words to the search bar. It's sick, bro. It's so sick. They have AIs that can run through every single song.
1: Now, is also the time where TikTok was rumored to start their own record label. I guarantee this year is the year TikTok starts their own record label. TikTok has already been doing restaurants, TikTok restaurants, TikTok stores, TikTok shop. They're gonna do TikTok. The record label. That's actually
4: so smart because they they're have gonna so sign artists information and data. They're this gonna sign
1: artists. You Not know much and, bread, bro. And TikTok, if they do start a record label, I think it's gonna be the fastest growing record label in the history of music because they are the marketing for their own artists. Now know, this question, is gonna be be maybe illegal. Now
3: but, another question is are they gonna sign are we only gonna see mediocre shit come out of it? Are we only gonna see we TikTok might see a lot of underground artists? TikTok based music. And talent. This, I'm not gonna say here. It might, and, and it might be. I'm not gonna sit here and lie that there isn't good artists coming out of TikTok. There's great artists coming out of nobody
1: TikTok. Nobody knows you like I know nobody. You know what I'm saying? A lot of these songs are blowing up. Quality shit. You, I know what he means,
4: like freshly. Mm-hmm. No, I get it. This is funny. This is the same situation Amazon was in. I would love to see how TikTok's gonna handle this. Because when Amazon was opening, you remember the stores they were doing? Yeah. The fucking grocery stores where you could walk out and it would charge you for everything. Yeah. So that was a failed job. And
1: they were going to open one here in Permanent Place and they shut it down. Cool idea, though.
4: It was a cool idea. It just never was efficient. Cool ideas are like the fucking Google, the Apple Glasses, cool idea that you get to fucking touch screen, but it looks retarded in, in practice. Like in practice, oh, doesn't make I sense. want one of those. But I am you. We'll you, talk about look, that. we are we'll gonna talk about that in I a second. I
3: don't want to spend that money, though. You look crazy, bro. We watched the video. You look I'm not, crazy. I'm not going to be walking outside, bro. I get it. You watch porn.
4: <laughs> I watch Word 2. I'm going to be I honest. Have, bro, I
3: have the perfect example of what I would be doing if I had Google. Keep going. I'm going to send it to the group
4: chat. Bet. So, this is my thing about. So, when that happened with Amazon, a lot of people said Amazon fumbled the bag because who better than Amazon to know what certain demographics want to buy? You yeah. have the data. And TikTok is in the same situation. You have so much metadata from things people have shared, people have liked, the certain regions with food. So the the whole like idea of them starting restaurants, opening stores, it could work if they do it properly. The whole idea of doing music is genius, doing your own record label, because you have the data. Yeah, You're the one breaking artists. You're the one seeing what songs trend. TikTok knows what song is going to hit Billboard before we do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, They're watching the uptrend. Mm-hmm. So if they're able to do this properly, they could make a lot of underground, what would have been considered back in the day, SoundCloud artists famous which is what we would hope because the SoundCloud artists are what we are calling some of the best artists of this generation. Mm-hmm. The X's, the Juice Worlds. The issue is what Marlon just said. There is a real fucking possibility
3: we're going to get some bullshit. Yeah, so yeah.
4: We're going to get some hyper-analytic yeah. media bullshit. We're going to get some... And the market's going to get worse. Is, this
3: is no hate because he's a go in my eyes. Some you-know-miles, you know what I'm saying? <laughs>
1: Listen, look at UMG literally...
3: Is about forty
1: percent. I
4: was just about to tell you that of the market share. Yeah,
1: forty percent of the market share in the music industry. There, go
4: ahead. Of the you, big you, three. Can, you can use your universal You can, music you can use
3: your favorite word. Go ahead, use it.
4: Which one? Monopoly. monopoly. No, it's not. It's not because um.
1: Monopoly. It's them. Sony. Sony has a good chunk too.
3: They, yeah, like and twenty-seven. Then Warner. It's Bro. the three.
4: They're the. They're the. Those 40%. three are the monopoly. Forty
3: percent.
4: It's an oligopoly. That's the official word. Okay. Because no, he's right. Sony has thirty. And then twenty-two is no, Warner has the remaining amount. And then it's like a small percentage is independent artists. These people bro, like the big three bro, you, are scary, bro. They're the
3: music Nazis.
4: No, yeah, they're music Nazis without a doubt. Okay, no, Warner has 16. Universal has 31.9 as of 2022. And then independent labels have 30%. What the hell is EMI? No, oh, that doesn't matter. Yeah, nah. It's Sony, Universal, and Warner. They are Nazis, though. They have the biggest market share. In Fuck
1: quarter, man. damn! In quarter three of last year, this means this means what? In just three months of last year, in just quarter three of last year, um, Universal Music Group hit three billion dollars in revenue. Bro,
3: bro, these
1: guys are making on, bro. so much money, how and much, these artists how much is that going to the artists. These artists are being licked, Not and they're even. just going about it because hey. What else can I do? You, know you can speak out and do your research and actually hire some legal teams and read your contracts properly and investigate what the fuck is a stream worth. How much is a stream? What the fuck is a stream worth? No one really knows. It's sad.
4: You know what's interesting? I looked up something while Vic um, was explaining everything. What? Lucius gain is a... Uh,
1: Oh, let's move on. Let's move on. I would just same. Schoolboy Q. <laughs> is, it what?
4: is it a coincidence? S-
1: Schoolboy Q. I don't know. <laughs> Schoolboy uh, Q. I know what you're gonna say. School Schoolboy Q uh, is dropping his brand new album Blue Lips March first. I'm excited for Schoolboy Q. TDE is rolling out music this year. They have a whole list of artists that are gonna drop. they preview in SZA. We saw a new music video and song yeah. during the Grammys. or an ad. It was very weird. Like what? I Mar- oh, was a Mastercard and um. Lift, lift, yeah, it's so random. But now we have Schoolboy Q, one of my favorite rappers of all time. We love Schoolboy Q. He's shown love to us in the past. He's watched our reactions every time. Yeah, Schoolboy uh, Q is our boy. Shout out to Schoolboy Q. Hopefully, we we'll get to chop it up with him one day. Maybe this year. Who knows? I will. that would be amazing. You know, that'll be fire. Especially with this rollout. There's a snippet already of the song uh, on a song on his album.
3: He said uh, Tuesdays and Thursdays. Thank God preview. for me.
1: Oh yeah, every. Oh uh, yeah, so maybe every Tuesday and Thursday he going preview. Tomorrow, maybe Thursday we might get something. I'm excited. I love Schoolboy Q. Q. Um, also dropping this week. I'm hyped. Confirmed Usher's album Friday for the Super Bowl rollout. Um, Coming Home, the album by Usher. I'm excited to see what the hell we're going to get on there. Hopefully some real good-ass R&B. There's a bonus track with the uh, Skims. He's a part of Skims' campaign. Men's underwear for Kim Kardashian's brand. This Friday, if you, you buy a bundle type of thing, you get a bonus song. I, guess I don't know what Kim's doing. Um, especially because her baby daddy is dropping, allegedly, Friday. Friday is the date that we're supposed to get the new Kanye West album. Um, will we get it? Today, he posted, there's a listening party on Thursday, <laughs> February 8th, at the United Center in Chicago. If there's we're a re- listening
3: party the day before, no, we're not Vultures,
1: it. Volume 1.
3: We're getting version, they're going to hear version, like, 7.
1: So it's supposed to drop Friday, right? I have inside information that Kanye West... Literally, when he was opening up, when he did a surprise, when he was at the Travis Scott concert last week, uh, Kanye West and Travis Scott were literally making a song from scratch that day. Literally. Meaning, this album is not done. Will it drop Friday? You guys can have your hopes up. I think it's not it's not dropping. That's now there's three albums.
3: Necessarily, so it might be for volume saying. two. It, for
1: it
4: might be for volume three.
3: Doesn't necessarily mean it has to be for volume Yo, one. Yo,
4: Donda took a year, bro. This might actually drop. I forgot how long it took for Donda to drop. I did. I actually did forget.
1: It now took a year. is the hype there though? Do people really care about this shit? Is it gonna do crazy numbers? You know, is this no gonna felt. be like an impactful, like wild, like oh my god, album? We've been waiting. We want an album.
4: Does it matter? If the music is good Who cares Isn't that Well if the music is know, good If it's the gonna music impact, is good It's gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna it's blow gonna up gonna It's gonna blow up. up That's all that matters
1: Will the music be good
4: I don't know huh. I just don't know anymore I don't know I just don't bro It's the same way with Drake I don't know anymore bro Nigga
1: I'll tell you what's a big indicator That the music won't be It'll probably be mid But it won't be Good Great What the, is the standard of good here Let's be real Bro Do you listen to the vultures The singles all, Didn't we react to this together
4: are we going by? No, we did. I hated it. Do like no? I like. He I, called the album
1: after that song. <laughs> the song. The song's called "Vultures." It wasn't fully. Produced. He's in a club playing the song. Everywhere he goes, he plays the song. He might
3: change it though because it was called the the dollar signs first. Yo, this is my... He He didn't do that because
1: it's hard to search. That's why we didn't do that. No, of course. That's why, yeah. Because you can't search that shit. You You can't even search on Twitter. It was like a mess. Like the yen sign, the yen sign. you have to have it on your keyboard. You can't search that shit. So like the marketing with that would have been horrible. The analytics would have been horrible. And he might be going the independent route. Now he was supposed to drop the apology video. We might get that soon. 40-minute apology video this week. I don't know. I think this is a mess. I have my money on this shit being a whole mess. Because
4: this is my question to you. Is it, uh, by mid, what do you mean? Mid it by his standards or mid by actual standards? Because those are two different
1: things. By both. That Vulture Damn. song was mid by everything standards. Cause mid By, by Jesus' standards. Because
4: mid by actual standards is horrible for Kanye West. Trash, yep. It's horrible for Kanye the West. The only
1: line that people remember in recent time from Kanye West was, I just fucked a Jewish bitch. And it's not even that rememberable. And it's like, what is going on here? Like, okay, oh, it's funny, but I was like, is that a bar? It's not really like a bar. Like, like niggas ain't gonna be saying that. Walking, and now he's gonna apologize for this too. Yeah, is he gonna scrap the whole song from the album? What I, the fuck is going on? I agree
3: with you. I, I think it can be mid for Kanye. The only nigga it's... that can
1: save it is Ty Dolla Sign. You think so? Ty Dolla Sign, bro. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. Let's
3: be honest, bro. He's the, he's the featured king.
1: And future, I think futures on two songs that were previewed. You really think the Northwest is gonna be bad?
4: There's no way you think that. I and,
1: mean, the production was kind of bad on vultures. It was like too loud, and it was like it wasn't fully made. It was like a mess. No, but it was yeah, because he
3: gave us he gave us unfinished music. That's what he does. I mean, the bur- the worst part on that was his. Oh yeah. Because it's my little Dirk had a
1: crazy verse. And then they scrapped it and they added it again. It was like, oh, oh, oh. Because I've always said YG,
3: it. Y G, Y G, do you know what I'm saying? Kanye's never missed a step
4: with his production. Even in Donda. And even Donda, too. It's still amazing. It's just the content is trash. Yeah. The shit he's saying is worthless. He's getting saved by features. That's what I'm saying, bro. I don't know. We don't know what we're gonna get. I know Vic is very adamant on this idea that Kanye like, has no impact. <laughs> this is gonna be ass. I fully I understand. think his
1: impact has definitely fallen off. It's no longer what it used to be at all.
4: I get it, and I respect the opinion. I just we can't immediately brush this off as trash. We don't know what we're about to get. We just don't. It's the same way with Drake. Drake could announce an hour tomorrow. You know what I'm gonna say? I don't know. That shit could be trash for the best thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> bro, I just don't know anymore with these niggas, bro. These niggas choose wanna be good. <laughs> Nigga, after he gave us that fucking EP, you know how mad I was, nigga? I went on a tirade for weeks, nigga. Just telling niggas how horrible his album was. Then he wants to drop a, gr- a great-ass EP. Now I look like a fucking hater. I look fucking <laughs> retarded. I look like the dumbest nigga in the world. Don't piss me off, nigga.
1: Listen, uh, moving on. Real quick, we're ending the podcast soon. But if you guys have seen online, it's gone viral. A lot of people are walking around looking like idiots across the entire world. <laughs> A lot of people walking around with virtual reality sets on their head, aka the Apple Vision Pro, has gone extremely viral at a price set of $3,500, $3,500, someone's mortgage, someone's car down payment on this headset. They're walking around with it, right? Yeah. Apple has reportedly sold out of its initial stock of 200,000 headsets, confirming Uh, that diehard stands of Apple will still support this, right? This is a confirmation. On top of that, you've been seeing people walking around with this. Some people have been complaining that their necks have been hurting, eyes have been hurting, after literally just half an hour of using it. But then we have a lot of other reviews that are saying that it's a success, that it's amazing, that they've always wanted something like this. And Apple's saying that they're actually going to roll out and create 600 new apps just for this just for the headset literally now if you look at the videos in my opinion it's not exciting it gives me anxiety like i would not want to walk like like i would not want to walk, walk around and watch you know
3: why they're doing that right Whoa, what whoa! you know why <laughs> they're going out in public with them shits it. on right for marketing yeah. no
1: what do you mean
3: Bro, just to show off, that you just dropped thirty-five fucking hundred dollars on some fucking headset. Yeah, it's like a flex. It's a flex. That's that's only. It's a fucking flex, bro. What else are they doing? Using them while driving a Tesla. What does a Tesla do? Drive by itself. Yeah. So they're just flexing. Oh, I got this money. I'm I'm the future. It's just a flex. And my
1: thing is like, we're gonna reach a point where people are gonna be robbed. Like people are gonna be taking these heads headphones headsets off of people's heads. Just ripping them off, walking by, like you seen the video. What the fuck is going on?
3: Was someone did a drop test on it? Like if it dropped, like on the on the screen, oh, it breaks? It shatters, bro. Oh, I bet it does. Fully shatter. shattered. I bet it does. Well, he, t- it's like a protecting thing. So that thing fully shattered, and he removed it, and he was like, "Oh, it still works," but you're the protective thing just bro. It's spiderwebbed everywhere. So now what? They're gonna sell you that replacement thing for what, five hundred dollars? You see what I'm saying? This is what Apple does, bro. This is only
1: gonna help people who are like extremely introverted. You have no family. Some
3: crazy point, though. You
1: just live. You yeah. just live like in a in a closet by yourself. That's because think about it. Like, you can't you can't use this and like be with your family in the living room. Like this is like. <laughs> Like, I'd rather just get a projector. This is crazy. Like, this is, like, so weird. Like, I I get is, like, cool tech. I I love cool tech. Like, I would love to... If they gave me one for free, I would use it. I would do so much content with it, like, experiment with it, check it out. I
3: want one of those Oculus.
1: Yeah, I want an Oculus Rift. Yeah. But this one where it's, like, a mobile virtual reality everywhere you go, it seems like it's so fucking dangerous. It's so fucking stupid. Like, people are on the trains with this shit, taking phone calls, stopping, like... You're gonna get ran over by a car. You're gonna get ran, ran, ran over by a train. Like, what is going on here? Like people just wanna risk it and like just do it. Like, I don't get it. I really don't get the like the, the hype with this. I do not get it.
3: Again, it's just a flex, bro. I do <laughs> It's just a flex. Bro, I'm on IG, bro.
5: <laughs> I
4: gotta
3: stop. Whose profile It literally Watch looks it, like it though. It looks like it though. Like that it was
1: strategic um <laughs> placement of the eye uh, the phone on the on the, the, the beanie. whose who's
3: profile are you on, bro? <laughs> Yo yes. bro,
4: you know how crazy that shit is, bro? Yo, when me and Vic were watching it, cause we watched what was that uh youtuber's name again?
3: M- MK
1: K- Casey, Casey Nav the big YouTuber. Yeah, the big YouTuber. the with Niv- oh, right Na- the, Na- the big nose.
3: K- Casey nice yeah, time. Yeah. yeah, the yeah. legend, like the goat, the goat. Right. So that nigga's in New York, bro, or wherever the fuck he was, and he's like coming out
4: the subway. He stops because he gets a text and he's like trying to respond to the text while touching the air. He looks so fucking retarded.
3: Yeah, you look dumb. 100%. It looks crazy, bro. dumb as
4: shit. And I think I told this to Vic. It's a great tool if you're home. You know, you know, you wake up, yeah, you put it home on for sure. You 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 know you are at You know you put it on. You just got up and you're just like just whacking your shit. Just like just just stroking your for shit. masturbation. Just I can, I can see it. Like okay,
1: <laughs> like masturbation, yeah.
4: video games. Like you know you're playing it. And shit, you're like playing it. You watch. Maybe you're watching a game laying down or a movie or something. Your own porn. You know, your own motion motion movie picture. But nigga, to be outside?
1: Nah.
3: Yeah, it's a force, bro. That's too much. It's a force. I sent to the group chat the perfect thing that I would be doing with it. You watched the video yet?
1: I'm scared to tap it. And it's nothing <laughs>
3: crazy. No, it's nothing crazy. It's it's car related. Oh, okay. Was it yeah, IG? Yeah. Is it the F1 shit? Nah. Oh, there's an I, iPhone racing I do know thing. that
1: there's, the Simpsons, there's a Simpsons episode that previewed and basically predicted like people using virtual reality walking bro, around.
3: Simpsons knows everything, bro. So
1: let me ask you niggas a
4: question If it was like Let's say it
3: was $600 Would you buy it? Yes
1: $600?
3: I'm telling you I want an Oculus bro I was gonna buy an Oculus And they canceled it on me Because there are
4: um, What is it? The uh, the Facebook glasses Are coming out
3: right? Oh that's funny They're
1: gonna be to like so look at Facebook Marketplace I'm
3: a, I'm a Facebook Marketplace And then the other page I have like Like a Like Like Wheels and shit like that. I'm like, oh shit, this car, these wheels. And it's not even doing shit like that. It's not even fully
1: wireless because you have to put like something in your pocket, like a wire with it, put it in your pocket and this and that. Yeah, you know, there's like a long cable hanging on. They're not just wireless, like fully. What
3: is it like, like a battery pack? I think it's a battery
1: pack that has like two hours worth of battery. Listen, I think that this shit is just Apple just scamming niggas. And niggas is falling for it. Like it's crazy. But to each their own, if you guys have one, comment down below. Why is it so great? You know? Maybe we're the dumb ones. The
3: question is, the question Could is be. if you have one, how good do you feel just going out in public and showing it off? That's the main question. That's the main question. You
4: Yo, no bullshit. I think Vick is right. Niggas going to get robbed.
3: Oh, what? 100%. This is going to be a whole mess. Bro, it's already a mess. So it's going to be... Go on Chad Brown with them shits on. Na- like, niggas will just rob your shit. Go, you- go on Broad shit after like 9 o'clock with them shits on. Niggas are going to pull up and snatch that shit off your face, go, and Anyone fucking silver leg with that... Come on, let's like, be honest.
4: But at home... <laughs> And like for yo, we didn't even talk about this. For Zoom meetings, that should be perfect.
3: Yeah. No, it's perfect for a lot of things, bro. Thirty five hundred dollars though, bro. That's insane. That's insane. It's not worth that. That's a car, bro. Because basically,
1: but it has to start expensive, like everything, and then it gets cheaper. But yeah, but
3: that's that's what Apple does. 100%. Even if it's cheaper. But like, think about it.
1: Getting into that world where where people are just walking around with that shit on. Is ridiculous.
3: It can't. It's not practical to use outside. It shouldn't
4: be allowed to use us. It is. You, people <laughs> use die. Use outside. So I bless you. Yeah, it shouldn't people, be allowed. It's a public safety issue. And that's what I was telling Vic at the crib. Like, There's a lot of things we watched growing up that, know, that we thought would be good ideas scientifically. Mm-hmm. Like flying cars. Not a good idea practically. Yeah. Because you can't regulate that. It's the same concept with this. Like being able to have your phone in front of you like... Walking around that doesn't make sense. The way Casey had to stop and not responding, but it makes no sense. But That'd here's no the sense. thing: I'm not paying thirty-nine, three thousand nine hundred dollars for something that I have to keep in my house for it to make sense. Then it's a computer. I just buy a fucking, a fucking. What's that shit called? People,
1: people are just sheep and they're gonna follow.
4: I'm, nah, I will buy a laptop and a fucking uh the, the the projector. There we go. I have the same thing.
1: Yeah, no, no, this is incredible. I now, if someone wants to give me one for free to experiment with content. By all means, Apple. Apple, send us five of them, 100%. please. Like, let us, know. Yeah, let us know. Yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> but moving on, uh, uh Lotto and Ice Spice have been Kids going back and forth. Addict. For those who don't know <laughs> at Without all, Ice Spice uh, is mad because Lotto previewed a song. This is how the Ice Spice and uh, Lotto beef seems to have started. Lotto is before you start. Anti like, Nikki.
3: I, f- I feel like this shit was one sided. Keep going
1: though. You think so? Yeah. Keep going though. Lotto is basically on the Mega styling side, and Ice Spice is on the Nicki side. You know, Lotto, here we have her previewing a preview in the song, and as she shows an Ice Spice music video in the background, right during the snippet. The snippet's is hard; she's rapping, so people took it as, "Oh, she's coming out Ice Spice." Right? She might have been. We don't know. Like Sunday, now we have Ice Spice. Confirming this is why she got mad. She spoke to a Twitter group chat.
2: The thing is, for me, why am I, like, why am I seeing that Do I'm in the it? back is it at all? of your yeah. weekend snippet? Like, that's why right. I was oh.
1: Literally.
2: Like, so I was like, wait a second, that's me? So I'm like, okay, since we're talking about me, <laughs> let's talk about me. And I dropped.
1: So she called it a weekend snippet. And then we have her on the new song, You Think You're the Shit. You're not even the, the fart. She disses Lotto. She's like, um, she, uh, bitch on the floor, tell her, get up. Bitch on the floor, tell her, get up. Because Lotto has that song, put it on the floor. Hard as fuck, right?
3: Don't you think it's funny that she had to point out that that was a diss track for Lotto?
1: Well, it was a diss line. Not this whole song. No, no they, the whole they, song. They're saying that they con- the whole song? They're saying that she confirmed it the whole song. Oh, think you, the shit, bitch. You're, You're not, not even, even the, the fart. fart. Oh, so she's the fart.
4: You know how much that sucks that a diss song about you became an entire hit?
3: <laughs> yeah, and now we have Lotto yeah, 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 pulling Big, up. M- Big Mel knows what's good. Lotto's
1: <laughs> pulling up to the hood, Bronx, where Ice Spice is from, doing a music video. Now it's confirmed this is a music video for her song that she's dropping Friday called Sunday Service. And it's a diss track responding to the rap game. We have a bunch of female rappers in the background. You see Caribou on the bottom right, Ice Spice in the top left. Is she about to control the rap game? But then, Man, that's, that's who else is the rest? We got that, Bad Baby.
3: Nicki Minaj looks like it's the one on her shoulder.
1: This yeah. looks like Missy Elliott. Why would she diss Missy Elliott? Would not make sense. This might be a control diss, bro. This looks like Sexy Red. Why would she diss Sexy Red? Is this Saucy Santana? Is this Little Kim? Is this Coilet Ray?
4: Bro, this might be a control diss.
1: I'm excited, because I'm actually a big fan of Lotto. Lotto's Man. our age. Lotto came up young in the rap game, the Jermaine Dupri music uh, music show. You know, she got discovered. And she I actually is like, one of the best I, female rappers out feel, right now. I
3: feel like Lotto got this. I
1: think Lotto is going to body I feel like Ice Lotto Spice. No,
4: without a doubt. But if she's going after industry, like, rapper women, if this is a controlled diss, I want her to understand you are not Kendrick. You will get destroyed by yeah, everyone you're, else. Yeah, you're
1: opening a can of worms. That you're
3: never going to be able to handle. Yeah.
4: Nicki will send <laughs> you to the sun. Who knows, though, bro,
3: hopefully this shit fucking just levels her shit up, though. I'm yep. all for it, bro. Listen. I, I, I'm telling you, I want rap I was for beef, it when bro.
4: Kendrick did it because Kendrick could stand toe-to-toe with anyone at the time.
1: The Meg The Sound song's number one song in the country, Hiss, when she dissed Nikki number one, one in the country. It. Number one in the country. The Nicki song still hasn't charted because she dropped it later on. We'll see how that charts. But, yeah, female rappers I don't care, are on, this on their shit. shit. And they're going crazy.
4: Because you're right. I do want rap beef. I hope Caribou responds back if she disses the rap game. I would love to hear Caribou get spicy as fuck.
1: Caribou, I'm not the two.
4: You got to know him. What is a lotto to a girl like me? (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: Last
1: topic of the day, we got NBA Youngboy posting multiple photos online of him using drugs. I don't know if it's uh, Clout Chase if it's uh call out for for help. Today he posted a photo of him with a bunch of pills in his mouth, looking wild.
3: This is someone that the majority of his fan base are kids.
1: Yeah, majority of his fan base are kids. NBA Young Boys fan base is kids. He has another photo here with a lean cup on the floor, and he has a bunch of pills falling out the bottle. And he quotes, I think it was like a Juice World song or something, he says, and that's why I pick up my phone, and that's why I pick up what did I say? My OE ring. My only ring? And that's why I pick up my phone ring? Some shit like that. But here we have it, right? I think that, first of all, he needs to get up off the fucking floor. Second of all, it's disgusting. This is the same rapper that promised that he was going to change his ways and he was going to, he apologized to the fans because he knows that he's influenced them neg- negatively to do bad things. Like, he, he acknowledged that, right? But then right after that, we got the same negative music again that he promised he wasn't going to drop. Now we have him posting shit like this. Why is he posting this? Like, you're not a little pump. You're not the island boys. You're NBA Youngboy. I would think people respect you enough more for you to do some dumb shit like this. Or is it on purpose just to make people like us right now talk about it? Like, is it strategic? Is he not taking any of these pills? How would that help? marketing but what it's not gonna make me want to listen to the song
3: what, what are those ibuprofen
1: is it a social experiment <laughs> yo vic is such a dad because when i fucking clicked <laughs> on the photo the first comment i see is
5: what is this and it's vic <laughs>
1: i literally i dm'd him i'm That's like bro you okay like you're everything all right like because supposedly he responds to dms right i'm like yo are you all right like what is
3: this he'll, he'll be all right um
1: <laughs> because right. it's funny but then god forbid Is real and he overdoses and dies. That would be another iconic young artist dying in the Juice
4: World. Like promoting a lifestyle. When someone's
3: promoting some shit like this and then something, God forbid, happens. I'm sorry, bro. That's it. (laughs) And who's taking these photos?
1: Look at this bright ass, like flash. (laughs) Who the fuck taking this photo and just like letting him post this,
3: bro? Listen, this is crazy. Them shits on a carpet, bro. Like that. That at least I hope is a carpet. You know how dirty carpets are, bro.
4: I'm here to say this for the niggas who dragged me for a week straight when we covered NBA Youngboy the first time. Wow, wow. The
1: streams are going down. <laughs> so streams go are down. are catching up to him. The streams go down. Drugs go up.
3: Bro, then you got 88,000. Ca- goes up. 88,000 people liking the picture, bro. Bro. Probably, probably people in the same position, bro. It did the job. Bro, I just bought fucking half of the bottle, man. Uh, or the fuck. <laughs> what? Uh, fuck bro, put your camera bro. on you when you do that shit. What the too fuck? Too late now, Too late like now. That, yeah, late that was now.
4: crazy. i you. You, you be the white guy, I'll be the black guy in this situation. <laughs> oh, shit.
3: <laughs> I got you. That's kind of crazy because I'm white, but it's cool. No, <laughs> <laughs> cool. right, go, go right, you're right. I can't be the black guy. <laughs> no, you're right. Bro, I, I put money, bro. I... <laughs> They got, he got a couple of his DFs. Bro, fuck. I just bro, I just took like half of my shit right now, bro. I'm foaming a little bit, but 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 I'm here though fuck. You know what I'm
2: saying? <laughs> I'm foaming a little bit, but I'm <laughs> here though. <laughs> but
3: I'll be here though. <laughs> oh
4: wow. That's what have these white like pill heads be talking, bro. Literally. And that's who that's for. It's for those niggas and then the black pill heads. The black pill heads go like this.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Like... Bro, zoning out and then come back in.
4: I, I fuck with your shit, bro. Like, I really. They didn't even send that nigga a text. They sent him a voice message. They went, uh.
3: <laughs> they like, bro, they like. <laughs> they come back, bro.
4: <laughs> Yo, bro, like, i be on the same.
3: Wavelength, Way. <laughs> <laughs> ah, it's, it's crazy, bro. Bro, it's that crazy. Shit is
4: embarrassing,
3: <laughs> yeah.
1: And then, meanwhile, we had um, uh, now I think about it, I'm trying to find proper updates, but I did <laughs> see um, recently also we have uh, Floyd Mayweather posting a video say with bunch of money in the car saying, NBA Young Boy, this money's on the way to you. So, was it him making fun <laughs> of him or like supporting him? Because that is his um grandson's father, mm-hmm. so it's like, does NBA Youngboy need help financially from Floyd Mayweather? They've got Floyd Mayweather sending him money, him on the f- floor with pills. Bro, it's promotion. What the fuck is going on? I'm telling you, bro. I'm trying to... The streams are down. This is
4: for clout. I hope it is. I hope that's what's going on here. I, because NBA Youngboy is on lockdown. Yeah. He can't <laughs> tour. Because that's where he gets a lot of his fans. He's, He's house arrest. Touring these fucking colleges and these fucking... These, these these arenas and shit. He can't do none of that shit. He has to now stay home. I think his money's drying up. If it's not that, and he's actually on fucking pills, I pray for his soul. For sure. Because addiction is a very serious thing. It's not yes. something to joke about. But in this current moment... Off my assumption from what I'm seeing. This bitch ass nigga is lying. Look at
3: nigga. Bro, is that that's a that's a full bottle? It, yeah, it's a full bottle. <laughs> that's every pill, nigga. Is that, is that a fucking is that a fucking needle tattoo in his fucking arm, bro? No, it isn't. That's a needle that's tattoo. That's
4: a needle tattoo. Nah, he just did that. Cause I've Wait, never what? Seen that. A needle like a, like a... like a drug needle. Like bro. a drug
3: needle. That's a needle in his uh, like a tattoo on his arm. Oh, Not no. only that, that lean cup, bro. Not even full. Not even full. That ice is fresh. fresh. And it looks like it got drunk out of already.
1: I was thinking the same thing. Y'all niggas detect this. Bro,
4: because Listen, this shit looks mad fake. I'm, I'm
3: very analytical, bro.
4: Bro, and he's right. Those are ibuprofen.
3: That's ibuprofen,
4: bro. I know those. I know, you don't even want to know why I know those are ibuprofen. I know that those
3: are ibuprofen. Those are ibuprofen, bro. Shout yeah, this out to is, my this fucking is crazy. migraines.
1: This is crazy. This is, um... I'm let down. Let down again. I'm a huge NBA Youngboy fan, but this is, um... Just as a person and a personality, I think he's uh, extremely influential to the younger generation, like he knows. But instead, he chooses to do this. Like, kids are following you. This is disgusting. Like, are you trying to purposely push out your kid fan base away from you? Like, is there a strategy behind this? are you just dumb as fuck? Like, and he's also very critical. He gets mad when people say some shit about him. Oh, my God. He, like, goes off. He, like, goes on IG Live, goes off on Joe Budden, goes off on academics, goes off on everyone. Matter of fact, I'm going to try to reach out properly. I think there's someone on his team that we can get in touch with because he's been letting people go up there to Grave Digging Mountain and interview him. He's been open to that. He wants people to go up there. We might take the whole podcast out there to Grave Digger Mountain, as long as Shit. you don't kill us.
3: Uh, you guys got that. We might not come back. I'm I'm not going to that. I'll be a little scared, bro. I'm, I'm sorry, bro. I'm a, I'm bro. I've said a lot I, here. I'm, I'm not... I'm not <laughs> he is, said, I've said a lot here. Yeah, that I, I'm nigga. just... God forgive. I'm just not interested. I'm Gucci. I'm going to be honest with you. And I respect you, Marlon, because
4: I'm going to let you know right now, if he invited us, I'll go. But I know I'm not coming back. <laughs> what you going to hang out with him forever? He's going to kill me. You're going to pop oh. a couple of They're going to be like, listen, man! <laughs> I got an ocean now, oh. <laughs> you, got t- you gotta understand t- me,
3: man. I got kids too, bro. I got kids too, bro. I'm gonna just go. <laughs> I, I know you g- get me. I got I got a child, bro.
4: No, you good here? But bro, just let them kill me, bro. It's fine.
1: Yeah. Yo, <laughs> you gotta go to get your
4: family, bro. I'ma young boy die.
1: never broke again. God bless his heart. But that's that said, we love you guys. We appreciate you guys. Comment on below, show your opinion. That's the podcast for the week. Cap one two two. We shall see you next week. We love you. And thank you, and be young boy. God out, bless.
3: Take us out with that tune.
1: Oh, with the <laughs> which one? The
3: the the movie? tune.
1: Oh, don't get me started. I'll I'll take us out. You want another tune? <laughs> I got no, 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 the, the same tune. The, the same, same tune. tune. Yeah. Oh, I, I got another know. tune as hard. I will play that that one next week. There's a couple tunes to start the year. But take They're just not the stereotypical artists. Take us out with that tune. There's like newer artists that have really good ass songs this year to start the year that got to be appreciated. You they know, do? this is this is one of them.
4: We got to
3: appreciate all of them. Right what here. Doing, bro?
0: I'm ba I'm impressed that you can
3: do that shit. Um uh. smelling perfume. I thought I was immune a mute around this
0: room. Can't
3: help
0: but see
1: the Best song this year so far. This
0: moment is so real
1: You gotta go back and forth between close ups, Mar. Right. Get that crotch.
2: Knows oh my god!
1: Not Damn! Not god. <laughs> <laughs> oh
0: my god! Oh my no. god! <laughs> 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 Damn!
3: Alright, I'm gonna do you a favor on where I'm cutting this shit, see? <laughs> <laughs>
0: me for my ambition.